Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 156 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I'm here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kali, how's it going? Not much is going on, guys. Not much. Hold up, Kali. So it's the countdown back to China. I forget how many fucking days right now, guys. Okay. <laughs> Next week is going to be Black Friday. It's going to be a pain on suffering on Earth. So I can. Oh, get ready for the rush. It's already busy. The sales already started. So, like, anyone that comes on the days is a bunch of idiots because they don't realize everyone's already started their Black Friday sales. Yeah, and notice I that. Picking up some stuff, my too. I picked up a new mouse for my computer, and I need some uh, new AirPods for uh, that trip back to China. So, waiting to see if anyone puts uh, AirPods on sale next week, second gen, maybe save twenty bucks or so. But if not, I'm not cheap. I'll just buy it anyways. So, I'm sure they must. Like, I, I like on do- on sale. Yeah, I would assume somewhere yeah, must have. I would think I have tabs open up for Best Buy, Staples, Walmart, Amazon. Like I'll, they're all pretty much the same. So we'll see, but I doubt it. That's not much, anyways. One eighty. So I know they do go on that's sale. Not too, that's not too. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah I, I got my girls some a couple months back, but I, like they were on sale too. Like they did go on sale. So I would assume at Black Friday somewhere would have to have them on sale. Juan, how's it going? Hello, I'm not missing, but Kali, yeah, man, what's the content? You could, you could still do it, by the way. I'm not doing math, fuck that. What do you think I am, Oppenheimer? No, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> Only you, man. <laughs> and Rich, how's it going? What's good? Uh, we are joined by a guest today, so we are joined by Keisha, aka it's free Keisha on Instagram, right? Yeah, my ID is free Keisha. Yes, yeah, so we met Keisha recently at the panel we did with Monique. This is Mo that she did at Make Way a couple weeks back. So um, we definitely wanted to get you and Alicia on the pod. So uh, we appreciate you jumping on. We're, we're excited to chat a little bit. We, we we met briefly at the panel we did. So I know you and I were talking back and forth. We felt like we had kind of similar sneaker journeys. So I'm definitely excited to get into some of these questions with you. So yeah, Keisha, thanks for joining the podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited. Yeah, so are we. Yes, sir. All right, so we're going to start it off like we usually do with our wares and pickups. So since Kev's not here, it'll be Kali that begins. Oh, Kali. Project um, Rock. Well, yeah, I wore the Project Rock maybe three, four times going to the gym. I, I was going to say I didn't wear anything, but then I realized, yeah, gym shoes. Um, I wore the Air Max 90 reverse duck camos to the gym a few times. Air more up-tempo once to the gym. And I think that's it, though. I, I've been just working and staying at home and just focusing, counting down the days, right? Pickups, uh, just camera shit. Sit for my camera and getting ready to film when I get back. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to better quality and accessories and got a lot of ideas down for content. I don't like to call it content. I call it art or filming shit, but not content. Some more good stuff you can buy on Black Friday, right? I mean, not really. You know what's really good? If you don't have an air fryer, that's the time to buy it, Black Friday. But, like, the real Black Friday is Chinese Singles Day. That's where it is. You go on Taobao, big savings there. I'll be doing that. That passed. That was our – no, actually, no, that's – no, that did pass. It was the 11th. It was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, 11-11, so it did pass. Yeah, I saw a lot of stores that had, like, sales and stuff, man. Nice. Good week, Kali. 
Juan, what have you been rocking this weekend? Any pickups? Um, originally, I was going to say no before we started, but I got an email. Rich had asked me to enter for something. Rich, I won. Talk I won. to me. I won the AMM fives. Hey. So Rich asked me to enter. I was like, yeah, I'll enter. No problem. Whatever. Hey. The email literally come, came in like, I want to say before we started, like 30, 40 minutes ago. And then my time is off because I'm in uh, a different time zone again because I just flew somewhere. But yeah, the email came in and then I saw a charge on my card. So I was like, oh, this has to be something that I, I entered. And then it is. Let's the, go. The Dawn, the Dawn You're pair. more one of those little girly. Again, right? Let's go. Yeah, we should. Let's go. One of those well, fuck you, Colin. Fuck you. <laughs> and uh, for wears, I wore a bunch of Jordan 1 lows this week. It's easier for me to travel because that means I could bring more shoes. Because if I bring Jordan 1 highs, I bring less. So I brought the uh, Mystic Navy Jordan 1 lows. Brought those Travis Scott one lows I got off of Rich. Nice. Uh, I forgot about that. Hold up, one. Hold up, the reverse. Yeah, reverse, yeah. Reverse. You want to run? You want to run back to it that I bought it off? Of yeah, yeah. That's where they went. You know what? Because I have so many pairs that I've moved like through the years, and I just forget who they go to. So nice. Yeah. And okay. The thing is, because I don't like, I wear them like whenever I see them. And then when I take like a trip, I I realize if I want to wear more shoes, if I'm away from my place for more than like three or four days, I'll I'll because you guys know me, I don't really wear the same pair back to back. I'll just wear a different pair. So when I travel, I still kind of go with that same concept. So if I oh, don't bring Jordan one lows, I could bring more pairs of sneakers. If it's highs, they take up more space yeah. and luggage and stuff. So trying to be like Juan, realistic here. Juan's pro tip: Jordan one lows, and you can carry more. Let's go. Same thing with Air Maxes too, like yeah, like mm-hmm. anything low cut, really, right? Yep, dunks too. Like I wear a lot of dunks when I travel. Thinking logically, bring more pairs. Yeah, <laughs> dope week one, and I am super happy about that. Yeah, I'll, when I get home, I don't know how long it's going to take to ship, but I'll take pictures, send it to y'all, and then I'll ship it. Yes, over. sir. Nice, happy. It's a good yeah, it's a good pick up. photo, right? <laughs> what, what, yo? Juan can try whatever he wants. No, it's only your right. shoes he does that with. Colleen. Just, just your colleague. Yeah, no. You know, he tries them on and he just, you know, runs around the block. That's funny. Yeah, and it's funny. You guys know I like rarely. Uh, if I ever get something for y'all, like I'll rarely look in the box unless you ask me to. What I really, you guys know that. I think Kev is the one that knows what I do. I literally just take out an invoice just in case because I know they play with you guys on the duties. I take out that stupid invoice, and if there's a price tag on it, I just take it out. Every time I send stuff to Kev, you guys never get charged anything, so I'm like, we're grateful. Because then sometimes if you leave the paper in there, they assume, even though it's like a gift, they still think I'm like reselling to you or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that I take it out and just call it a day. Unless you guys, hey, can you open it and take a look at it and see if there's anything wrong with the shoe? But normally, I don't even look at it. It's like, uh, you guys can enjoy it so you can look at it first. Nah, you need to take some pictures for me for those. I'm the same yeah. one experience yeah. issue with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Great week, though, Juan. Great, yeah, week, great. great pickup. Yes. Oh. All right. I guess it's my turn now. I have wears this week, guys. Nice well, to- you should have wears. You moved all your shit. So I know. I see the office really over shouldn't here. Be an you know, excuse. Like, got a bunch shouldn't of be an excuse. Exactly. So I wore some pairs this week. So Air Max 90 infrareds just kill that shoe. Just a beater pair quiche. I've got two pairs. I've got like a nice one from the new retro. And then I just took my 2015 pair I was, threw the box out, left them at the door. So I've just been like running those things into the ground. The backs are all 
dirty and everything. Like it's just great beater. Great, great beater. Air foam posits, the cement pair. We get in Royals next year. I don't think they're calling it that. No. I don't give a fuck. They, it's Royals. Royals. I'm calling them shit. They're Royals. Royals. They're Royals. You they're do. Royals. It's Royals. Yeah. Thank you, Nike. <laughs> thank you. Air Max 97 D sides. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Different one that you don't see very often. So I've got the black pair. It's just such a clean take on the 97 silver bullets with and the black just really makes it pop so i always get a lot of compliments when i wear that one and ironically enough one of the choices was the silver bullet 97s to wear that day but again i chose not to for some reason <laughs> the eleven won them i have a, a pair of the 97 silver bullets keisha that i wanted for years got them on the last retro and they're still sitting in the box ds with the ebay tag on them honestly <laughs> I remember the craze when that and the whole ones came out a couple years ago. It was it's I've bananas. Seen the hype for a '97 like that, like that was crazy. It was crazy. It was, it was insane. Was. And the funny thing is, I've, I've told this story, but I worked at Foot Locker the last time they released. Previous to what was it, 22? They released. I think it was they released in 21, 22, something like that. So in 15, 16, when they did that big release and they were super, super popular. I slept on them. All of my associates had them, like all my full-time employees, most of my part-timers had it. And they're like, Trev, why don't you like this shoe? Like, this is so dope. And I'm like, nah, it's not my thing. And then I bought a bunch of like just other 97s in random colorways. And I was like, well, these are actually really dope. Like, I actually really, really like these. Why don't I have more pairs of them? (laughs) And then at that point, if you remember, they were going for stupid, stupid money. It was like 500, 600 bucks for a DS pair of Air Maxes in like 2015, 16, which was unheard of at that time. (laughs) So I never got a pair. And then I finally got my chance to get a pair and they're sitting there in the box with an eBay tag on it. So I'm going to come to your house and chloroform you, and then you're going to wake up with them on your feet. (laughs) Fine. Deal. That's great, because then I'll put them on my feet, and then maybe someone will cut the eBay tag off, and I'll be willing to wear them. I'm going to super glue the eBay tag to your hand. So it's going to be a game. you got to figure out what's going on after that. (laughs) Yeah, the the craze for that was was nuts. I remember I ended up paying like $350 for the gold pair, not even new, they were used. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I got, I lucked out on the silver bullets. Um, a dude got it from the employee store, so I got it for like just below retail, somewhere around that that price point. But it was it was bananas because they had retros of that shoe before, and no one really gave a fuck. So I, yeah. I don't know what it was, but it's just the itch yeah, at that time, d- like, different different times. And then look, yeah. they retroed them again, and they're just sitting. No they're player. still sitting. Yeah, the silver ones are still, still sitting. Yeah. I was at JD Sports today, and like they're still there. The silver yeah. ones too, silver bullets as well. So yeah. I just I'm not willing to pay that that retail. I'm like, give me I need a sale. Like I need a sale price and then I'll pull the trigger. Well, I don't know but. if you heard Collie, but Black Friday is coming up, Rich. We'll see. <laughs> I've been looking. I've been looking. So the silver bullets I want. Yeah. I've had got the gold, so I need the silvers back. Of a contest. But. See if when Rich gets the silver bullets, who can wear them first. I am. What the fuck do you mean who's going to wear them first? You know I am. Which no, has man. like sneaker ADHD. He gets it. That's to go straight to feet. They got to go straight to feet, man. My you feet have start sneaker itching. anxiety. You're like, uh, uh. My feet start. My feet start itching, man. They start itching, man. Even the satin. The I haven't worn the satin bread ones yet. They're just like, feet, wear me. 
Yeah, we're you're probably me. itching because you got some foot disease from wearing Crocs. No, nah, I don't got. I don't got none of that. Nah, we call you, man. I, t- I told you. I told you, Kali. Don't worry. We're putting the care package together for you for your trip for China. The Crocs specials. That's what we're gonna call it. So stay tuned. <laughs> and then I'm a I'm a fucking chlorophyll you and put them shits on your feet. How about that? I like that. I, I'm pretty like sure that. you don't have chlorophyll though. So mm, I could get it. We make that happen. <laughs> this went way off the rails here. It did, but it needed to. It needed to. I'm talking about silver bullets. We getting the Crocs on Kali. Quick, fast. Started talking about silver bullets. Now we're talking about chloroforming each other. So yeah, that 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 got that got real off track real quickly. <laughs> I wore my Can I Kick It birthday pair. So I wore my Air Jordan One Low bleached corals this week for my nice 99th birthday. Oh, congrats to Grandpa! Well, at least at least you wore those. I- you know, and you know why I wore them over the cement fair? Because they were laced. <laughs> you lazy motherfucker, man. You lazy. <laughs> I, I've, got, I've literally got no excuse. There's no reason Wait, why. You're telling me you, you don't untie your shoe and tie your, every time you slip your shoes on like a 14-year-old? No, Kali, the, the ones. No, they're like laced up. Yeah, the ones are not, not like laced. they're done. Yeah. Yeah, that, they're not that's done. That's my up. issue, too. When they're, yeah, not, they're not laced, done I'm up. just like, oh, man, I have to like go yeah. out of my way. Sit down. It is a it is a hassle. Yeah, and and then especially for Trev and you, you guys used to work at Full Locker. You're like, remember you guys have to lace up some stuff for to display and stuff. Yeah, I'm like so meticulous when I'm doing it to the. You know what the problem is? I choose my sneakers a lot of times last. So when I'm I'm like I'm ready. So you get the outfit first. A lot of times I'm wearing like I'm in the outfit. So like as an example, like I knew what I wanted to wear for like my grandfather's birthday. So I put yeah, that. Some, some, sometimes I go the other way. Sometimes I'll pick the sneakers first. But a lot of times it's like I'll get dressed and then I'm like, okay, I've got like four options. I wear a lot of black rich. I wear a lot of black tees. Which I'm with you on that. I'm with you all day. All day. Everything, everything all goes day. with that, right? So Gucci, Gucci man voice. All yeah. in my black tee. There you know. All day. <laughs> yeah, I, I finally did wear that pair and I'm very, very happy with that one. I must say. I got a lot of love when I posted my grocery store flex in that one. Yeah, it's a nice pair. Yeah. Really nice pair. Really nice. And last wear today, I wore my Air Max 97. Have a night day. Another 97, oh. not the silver bullets. <laughs> that's a nice pair, though. Yeah, I like yeah. that pair a lot. They, yeah, that, that was a nice little, series was really that was a nice little pack they did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my week. Right. No pickups. Good week, Trev. Thank you. Keisha, what about you? What have you been rocking and uh, any pickups in the last week or so? Or month? Rocking? My usual... Some easy slides and some Crocs. Yes. Let's go. Oh. Yes. Team Croc. That's my week rotation. But no, I went out to an event at Makeway yesterday and I wore classic Pumas, black and white. Other than that, I've pretty much been home. So I haven't really gone anywhere. I do have a some some I do have a pretty busy weekend. So the lineup is I might pull out the mochas. I do want to pull out the biohacks. I haven't worn yeah. them yet. <laughs> I keep trying to find a reason to wear the biohacks, so I feel like I should this weekend, but I'm not sure. I did grab a pair from Makeway yesterday, which is the Cherry 12s. Nice. Classic pair, pair that I wanted yeah. for a long time. Did- so I, was really, I was really happy to see that they had my size, and, and it's they did a good job with this sneaker because uh- the 2009 version of it, it was like... Just like the red wasn't, you know, popping like the the OG and this pair. So I think this one is the closest between this and the 09. I think this one is the the closest to the OG. So I had to get it. And then today I got like a 50% off Reebok code. So I'm just randomly on Reebok looking to 
see what I could see. And then they already have it. So that's 50% off on top of the sales they already have. That's what's up. So this is actually for a summer beater. Um, I bought it. It was like $48 after tax. It was the Looney Tunes uh, Kamikaze 2s. Let's go. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it was just a bright, vibrant color. I'm like, you know what? I have the black and white ones. Let me just grab these. $43. It was more so one of those like, this is a good steal. Let me buy the shoe. So I just grabbed that today. But yeah, that's that's pretty much my pickup so far. I, I moved recently. So I have it. I've been, you know, more so buying stuff for my house and you know, furniture and stuff like that. So I haven't been buying kicks probably since July. So now I'm like, okay, I'm settled in. Let's go look what they got out. It's just a, ain't that wrong with that? You know, we got to be adults once in a while, right? So I get happy when I have to buy a new, you know, couch or, and I'm going off at a tangent again, but a few weeks ago, I said I bought one of those like automatic brushes, like to clean like your shower and shit, honestly. Oh, I want those so bad. But the one I, had it, amazing. I had one in my Amazon cart and it freaking sold out. And I'm like, oh, crap. Um, amazing. That's where I got it from too, Amazon. Amazing. Life changer. My back said thank you. So I get excited about things like that every now and then. So, you know, we, we got to be adults once in a while. No, yeah, there's nothing better than a trip to Ikea, man. Like, I'm telling you, man. Ikea. Walmart, I'm telling sales- you. The sales at Walmart right now are crazy. Like the Keurig, I got, I bought a Keurig yesterday and it was one forty nine and on sale for fifty eight dollars. And I'm like, oh, like holy shit! Yeah, Black Friday, yeah. all this stuff off. Damn. They started can... already. Yeah, the Black Friday sales and like the AirPods should be going on sale at the source next week. By the way, I know you're asking about AirPods. The source. There we go. I, want, I like the old ones though, the second gen. So that that's what can... I have. That's what I have. Okay, so good, they, usually, good. they usually go on sale um for like for about forty to twenty dollars off at the source. Okay, I, I had the tab open of the source already, so I'm waiting to check that out. Yeah, Walmart had a, a sixty-five inch uh, Philips. I think it's like a smart TV or one of the Roku's or whatever, and them things are selling like hotcakes. That's so, crazy. No frills yeah. had TV. No frills had a sixty inch on sale for three seventy nine, and I'm like, no frills sells TV. No frills sells TV. No, no, guys, guys hang, on, hang on, hang on. Yes, so uh, <laughs> no frills will get stuff like that, but it also the thing to watch out for is that if they don't sell it, it goes on sale like in deep discount after a certain point, and the best thing to do with that use your your points. points. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah. you ever need Trev's, like Trev's electronics. Trust pro tip. If you ever need electronics, I know no frills occasionally will get things in like around seasonal times. Like as an example, close to Christmas, they might get TVs. Real Canadian Superstore always has TVs in stock. That's crazy. Yeah, Walmart had it in the, the 65 inches, like 500 bucks. I think it was like 498, which is like nuts. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm getting that. I told you I got to upgrade. Yeah. So I'm going to grab that, but they were moving. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they were moving. Great week. Yeah, good adult purchases as well. Yes. <laughs> On another note, that. though, talking about Ikea there, in Canada, they don't sell beer. In China, the cafeteria is halfway through, and they sell beer. So people go in and get shit-faced and walk around. That's what's up. But also, people at the Chinese Ikea take naps everywhere. There's tons of people sleeping on the beds and sofas. So it's a, a little... Well, if you're drinking, I would imagine that. You, well, no, not. You I, know, would say, plop, plop I would say. I would say maybe five percent of the people are drinking, but like. Okay. Uh, well, hey, you have a drink and got a bed, take a nap. It's probably I, I just mean, the I'm, foreigners. I'm I'm out there for a two dollar hot dog, a two dollar soft serve, and a two dollar uh, cinnamon bun. Mm, okay. Well, you're you're a double peasant. up. You're eating the exit food. What about the cafeteria? 
all the the cafeteria food is good too. I honestly, because we we just Keisha just moved as well, so we've been taking lots of trips to IKEA, and typically they all start with a return. <laughs> so I, make, I, I make sure I make sure to get some some food either on my way in or on my way out. What is there an IKEA close to you, or are you going no. to the one all the way in Etobicoke? Kip, you guys go to Kipling. Nah, no, no, I go to the one in Burlington. Oh, you got Burlington. Sorry, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. On that you, side. I saw you used to live in Hamilton, and that's the one that I would I would go to back then. Yeah, that Burlington. That one's big. Yeah, the Burlington yeah. one is is massive. I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna take a trip. So Keisha, my basement flooded back in August, so they just finished it. So I had to throw everything out in there. So I'm doing adult purchases too. So I'm trying to decide: do I do online because I really don't want to walk around that big yes. ass IKEA, and yes. I might just bro. I game changer, game game changer. Let me let me tell you, Trev's pro tip: when you're buying at IKEA, buy it online and just go click and collect. It's amazing. Perfect. I literally, order it online and click and collect. Yeah, that's yeah. Like I might do. I might do that, actually. You're yeah, I might the do that. Experience. I don't need IKEA. to fucking walk through IKEA, bro. I don't, yeah. and then I end up buying shit I don't need. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know what I mean. So yeah, I gotta I gotta game. make some some purchases. So I Richard. might do that. I no, I've done it before. I've done game it before changer. where just yeah, I've game done it changer. where pick it up and you go so i might do that because i really don't want to walk around there and lug that shit you don't have my to carry little card and... around yeah you just go get people. your sauce served before you get your stuff or after you put it in the car or whatever nah, like it's i'm not, right I'm, not even, I'm not eating shit from ikea bro i'm sorry i'm not doing oh that. come on nope. it's no it's no better or worse than mcdonald's no why am i eating food from a furniture store it's not happening why do you eat hot dogs in costco the thing is i don't i'm not going to costco to... no it's not happening Costco? ikea not happening you don't what? like the Swedish meatballs? No, it's like when I go what? to Dairy oh, Queen. I go to, I go, yeah, Swedish meatballs. I like, but it's it's like when I go to Dairy Queen. I'm like, why am I buying burgers and fries from a, a ice cream joint? That shit don't make no sense to me. I'm sorry, like I just can't, can't do that. If you came here for sneaker content, I'm so sorry. You must think you have <laughs> yeah, the wrong content. This is, <laughs> the wrong yeah, this podcast. Is, this is what we do, though. This is what we do. Like you know, we're very opinionated and. It just goes off on tangents sometimes. But no, I'm sorry. I'm not eating food from a fucking furniture place. It's not happening. Rick, I've had no on. desire. I've been to Ikea fucking a trillion times, and I will not eat the food there. Sorry. Come on, Rich. Come on. No. No. It's actually satisfactory. No, it's not. It is. That's why I haven't done it. No. Moving along. Yes, yeah, because we're going off the yeah, off the yeah. rails a little bit. This, this is never. This is good. <laughs> we got to get this back on track. <laughs> <laughs> good week, Keisha. I agree. Those those cherry twalls are really nice. I think that they're nice. They're sleeping on they're them, nice. Like, they're sitting in a lot of places, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just you know, like twelves. I mean, the flu game mm-hmm. twelves are always going to be that twelve for people, but I don't, I don't find twelves are a sneaker that people. I I thought this. I feel like this one did sell a little bit better than any other colorways of twelve that's come out recently, but it's a twelve. I didn't expect it to fly. It's just funny to me when you know they do these retros because. I had the, the 09 pair. I had the OG pair as well. Shout out to Kali. And I remember when that 09 pair was kind of floating around years later and people were like, we need a retro. Like, you know, when are you like, you know, when is Jordan going to retro? And then they retro it and they're just there. The people that you're hearing that from are like collectors. I feel like those people did get it. But the general public who resell, they, like this wasn't a shoe for resellers. No percent yeah, in bulk, right? Because they're like, so I think the people I'm happy because I feel like the people that really wanted it, like when I watch some of my favorite like YouTubers and see my favorite um, Instagram channels, they got it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this was for the people. For this- them. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense too. 
Yeah, yeah, that definitely makes sense. I know just when they do these rituals, a lot of the times that, you know, they're asking for it. Maybe you're looking at it from that lens, like the people yeah. who do want it are getting it. But they did a good job. I seen them two in hand, and I agree, like, the 09 pair was nice. But I think it was hard because there wasn't much to compare it to. And then now that we got this retro, you can kind of compare yeah. those two. But I think they did a really good job on this most recent one. I'm just going to wait for the sale. That's I all. tell people all I'm the time. The reason sneakers sell out is it's, it's, it's black and white. Like, we all know. Resellers are buying the shoe. The actual people that want the shoes in the sneaker communities, if they were the only people that were getting it, these shoes would still be sitting. Because sitting. look at the fact that on the resale websites, they're still sitting. Why are mochas are still on there? Why are fearless? Like those shoes are still there. Yeah. Oh, and it's funny because when I look in like Canada Got Sold and some of these sneaker groups, I just laugh at some of these guys who are stuck with inventory. There's been like people in the, some of these groups who unfortunately are, have been trying to get rid of the same shoe for like the past four years. And I'm like, yo... I don't know, you know, and now you're selling them out, and but they won't sell them at a loss. They refuse to sell them at retail. So it's like, you know, it's I, it's really interesting. I really want the patent bread ones, but I just refuse to pay the resale price. For pay, yeah, pay the price for it. I agree. I don't, I don't think they're worth that, to be honest with you. I think it's a shoe, like you said, you retail cop. So. And I feel like a lot of resellers are stuck with it. Like uh, so many. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I love it. So I'll, I'll be, I'll be right here when I'll you're be ready. Waiting, yeah. <laughs> patiently waiting. <laughs> it's also the place we're at with sneakers, right? Like, I mean, if we think of like the satin breads, right? That would have sold out five or six years ago, easy. You know, yeah. probably same thing with those reimagined royals, right? You're probably in the same spot with that pair. You know, four, five, six years ago, right? Cherry twelves, all that kind of stuff, right? So it's the place we're at, which you know what, honestly, I think is a good place to be at for sneakers. I'm, right? I'm happy. No complaints on my end, right? Like I love that the satin bread sat. I love that you know those royals are still around. You can get them, no issues, right? I'm happy. Yeah, I agree. Dope, dope. Awesome. You guys will regret the ones that didn't buy the satin breads are the royals. Oh, of course, they are, they of are course. nice pairs. Yeah, they're very nice. and they catch them. They're on sale. Buy them. They're a great pair yeah. to wear. I want the satin breads, but I do want the, like I said, I do want the patent leather ones a little bit more. So I'm trying to hold out for those. But this, I, the rolls, I just, maybe I have to see them in hand and fall in love. I'm not a huge fan of them because I've seen what happens to all suede shoes after. Oh, yeah. After uh, you like, release them yeah. at this time of the year. Why would you release? Like, I understand, like, why, but hey, it's fine. Like, it's great for the summer. It's going to be a great summer shoe, but. Yeah. Am I going to wear it now when it's winter and it's cold? I'm probably not going to put it on exactly. until winter, until summertime. Even still, like just over time, I just feel like suede just looks dusty. Like it just looks, it's just become. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Just collecting. It's shoes. a lot of upkeep. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of upkeep. Those you got to really clean and yeah. really take care of. Them, I don't so. want to be doing that. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I don't want to be doing that. So I might like the satin ones, like I might double back, but. I don't know. I mean, if your heart said on the patent, the the patents, yeah. I would just wait it out. I don't want both. Know? Yeah, I, I would. I would wait it out. Never wear the satin if I get the other ones. The so. patents. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, wait it out. Yeah. You have the option to at least, right? Yeah. So that's the same thing with me, right? With the royals, I don't want the suede ones because I have the leather ones, right? So for me, it's like I'm good. Like it's no big deal, right? No, no skin off my back, sort of thing. So makes sense. Awesome. Good week, Keisha. Rich, what about you? What have you been rocking this weekend? What's your pickup? For wares, uh, so like I said last episode, I was doing the whole 1 to 23. So rounded it out. I think I left off last week. I think I said the laser 20s, but yeah, I, I didn't. 
Yeah, were those were the twenty twos? So that basketball pair, it's like that brown basketball material. Shout out to uh, Falsey. I actually got that pair from him probably about a year year or two ago. Um, I believe so. So to you, and then I wore the the shy twenty threes. That's that all red pair. It's crazy when that pair was limited. Nuts. Shout out to the homie Matt. We had him on the the pod. I actually got that pair from him. And this was prior to when they made it a general release. So they released them, I think, exclusively in Chicago. Forget what I gave him. I gave him two pairs for them. Actually, it was the Varsity, Black Varsity 6s, 2010. And then the the Red Steel 10s from 05. I ended up giving him both those for that pair. And then I think it was a few months later, it was a GR release. But nonetheless, still a great trade at the time. So I wore those. I wore 2014, the Infa Pink 6s. I uh, rocked those yesterday. <laughs> they're, they're pink. They're really like pink, man. But I love Jordan 6s. It's all good. And then today I wore, was it today or yesterday, I wore that uh, Panda Dunk Load, the women's pair, which I really like a lot better than that Panda Dunk. I think that age midsole, the laces, just gives it a nice little look. So wore those. And then today I wore the Terror Squad Air Force Ones. Love that shoe as well. So those are my wares. I don't think I had a pickup per se, but actually I did have a pickup. Even even when I don't have a pickup, I have a pickup. So shout out to the homie one. We got a pickup right before the pod started. So AMM Jordan fives. So excited to get those in hand. The white pair is clean. I can't get with the black. You want the black? I, you know what it is? Is it because of the new buck? Is it because of the new buck? It's that new buck. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Again, again, I can't stay. I like, I don't know. Like, I I hate the dusty look on his shoes. So I feel like, <laughs> but, but it's something like the lace color, like the age color. Like, I saw LeBron wear it last night and I was like, Yeah. I was yeah. Like, LeBron okay. made him look good. I'm not going to Yeah, he made them look good. Bron- I was like, yeah. I'm like, I seen okay. Brian rocking them. I'm like, All right. Like, I can get yeah. what like, but even the web, did you see the webbing on it? With the, the web looks yeah. nice. The the logo, yeah, yeah. Awesome. that shit is dope, man. The black pair for me, I, I don't know. Like, I just I prefer the white to me. The white just because I think you can see more of the shoe, the details with the white pair. And I love that little blue they use, the age midsole. I love the age netting. I just like that white pair. So, if I had to pick between the two, it was always the white. So, glad I got that. But shout out to everybody that's going for either or. Super dope shoe. Shout out to um, I'm on my ear, man. They're doing their thing. Crazy. He's amazing. Crazy. But that's it. Nice. Good week, Rich. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get into it. Dude, that was fucking long-winded. Holy shit. I know. For people who didn't have that much to talk about, well, you know, we got on rants about chloroforming each other and uh, Ikea pro tips and, uh, and and electronic pro tips at, at, at Canadian grocery stores. So Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Hey, another day. Another if day. you made it this far, the sneaker content starts now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keisha, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Um, yeah, we're, we're excited to get a little more into your history. So um, why don't you tell us where your sneaker journey began? Like, how did you get into collecting sneakers? Well, for me, like, my mom was always, like, a fashionista. She was always into fashion and stuff like that. And, like, we weren't super wealthy. We weren't rich. But... She always knew how to, you know, make a good outfit and stuff like that out of Walmart clothes or whatever. So, you know, I just remember growing up, like I I mentioned before one time, I have a picture of me. So the eights came out the year that I was born in 93. And so I, I, you know, being a one-year-old, I had Jordan eights. Um, uh, Any, like any, most, a lot of pictures of me from when I was a kid, my mom had me in some really fresh sneakers. 
And I have two older brothers. So I'm the youngest of three and I have two older brothers. So obviously the trends that they start to fall into naturally, I'm going to be behind them, you know, like, oh, that's cool and stuff. So I just remember having just dope shoes my whole life. And my mom was really into Grant Hills back then, mm-hmm. and you know, so I, we had those and all three of us, me and my brother and both my brothers, we all had them. So things like that. Then I remember when I got to like a certain age, I didn't really care much for sneakers. And my mom was like, cool, like whatever, she's buying me whatever. But I wanted Converse. And at the time I was, I couldn't be more than six at the time. And I remember saying to my mom, there's two shoes I wanted. So one of them was Converse because BJ from Barney was wearing them. And a lot of people don't know, but BJ from Barney was wearing red high top Converse. Now they weren't, but they were Converse. And you look at the shoe, it looks like, I remember I used to say to my mom, I didn't know that that was a real shoe until I saw someone on TV wearing, you know, red top Converse. And I said, I was like, mom, like, I want those shoes. And I kept telling her, BJ shoes, BJ shoes, BJ shoes. And she was like, what shoe is that? Like she, at the time, Converse kind of wasn't, that my dad said, I think it's Converse she wants. Like, you know, cause he knows from back in the day, like she said, it looks like what I, you know, my mom, but that, it wasn't like around as much. That more was a shoe you would see back in the eighties and the seventies. But in that time in the nineties, they weren't like as popular. People weren't, so you couldn't walk into Foot Locker and grab a red pair of Converse. They didn't have them. It was all basketball shoes and things of that nature. So she couldn't find them, but she looked and she looked and she was trying. And then the other pair I wanted at the same time, I used to go to New York a lot. We would go to New York for the summers. And so in New York, I was seeing everybody wearing these worker boots. I was like, I want those, yes. I want that, I want that. And my mom was like, why does she want worker boots? <laughs> so <laughs> I remember she said, okay. And then, you know, one night, I remember she came home from work and she called me into the living room. It was like a couple days before Christmas. And she like opened the box and I was like, my pair of Tim's. So this is like a six-year-old asking for Tim's and Converse, you know? <laughs> so, and I used to always want to pair Converse with like, worker I call them worker jeans just bright blue denim jeans I was like mom you know, this because this is a look I saw everyone with in New York so I always was attracted to style and I always kind of what I saw I want I wanted to kind of mimic certain styles I saw from New York and things I saw on TV that caught my eye but those are the first two sneakers I remember being a child and specifically asking for and then from there you know just whatever my mom bought I would wear but she would always she would always you know keep us in some fly stuff and then I remember the first time Grade seven and eight, you know, I was wearing some heat and stuff, but she sent me to New York in grade eight and before grade, before, sorry, after grade eight, right before grade nine. And I spent the summer there. She sent me with a bunch of money and she told my cousin, like, you know, can you take her shopping and, you know, see what she likes? We went to, you know, some, some, I was in Long Island and I went to some stores and I just remember picking out some Air Forces and, you know, the high top Air Force ones, Uptowns, you know, I'm, I'm picking out some shoes and, I remember going to high school and all my friends, everybody was just like, yo, like this girl, no style. She's wearing like fresh kicks. And so that was our thing. Every summer, you know, my mom would take us to New York. We'd buy shoes from New York. So that's where we were coming back. Like I always say my brother was really into sneakers, but not into hype stuff. My brother was the first person. And to this day, the only person I've seen in person with Mork and Mindy's. Like I, I like he had those you know, way back when he was into dunks when I never, no one in our school knew what dunks, like we're wearing dunks. My brother was wearing Halloween collabs back then. Like it's just so many cool shoes that my brother had, you know, and he was always on top of it too. And I remember he was a 10 and I was like a size seven, seven and a half. And I'd be trying to like wear his shoes to school. And he had the MF Doom dunks. And like, I remember he almost killed me because I'm like, (laughs) he had, I don't even remember. I don't know. I couldn't even think of the name, but there were these dunks and they 
They were blue, red, and white. And they were the color blocking was simple, but the shoe was so dope. And I remember like wear, double socking and wearing it to high school and then getting home before him and taking it off. You know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> sneakers has always been a part of my life. And I've pulled influences from so many places. And then, you know, when I found my own style, you know, mid high school wearing, you know, Delta forces and started to get into Jordans and stuff of that nature um, more, it was like, yeah, okay. I got my own flavor, but I always tell people I, I didn't wear Jordan once. That was a late, I was a late sneaker that I got into for a specific reason. It's very simple. I don't think people understand body composition when they wear their sneakers. So mm-hmm. for example, I stayed away from Jordan once for so long because naturally I have big, big calves. I played basketball. So I, owe, you know, my calves and I never liked the way that a high top shoe looked when you have thicker calves. I was like a lower top shoe looks better because your ankle comes in and then you, so I was like, they just look better with people with skinny legs. That was always my thought process when it came to Jordan one highs. But then I learned how to style them better. I fold my jeans above them or my pants above them. And they just, you know, so I learned how to style them, but I just always stayed away from them for that reason. And I wore lows or mids. And a lot of people hate Jordan mids. And I I love the fact that they hate it because I can get whatever ones I want. But now I have like 40, 50 pairs of highs. So (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, too, I agree. I think it's it's a real thing in terms of body type, because even for myself, right, like I'm a I'm a more stockier guy. So there's certain pairs I won't wear because it just I feel as if they don't look good on me where Kali could wear that same pair. And because of like, you know, he's a slimmer guy, it looks better. And same and vice versa. Like with Kali, like a bulkier shoe for Kali, because of his stature, like yeah, he's not it's not gonna look good on him. Tough. So and I that's think what I is, realized. What you're saying is exactly what I realized early. Because I would wear like I would wear Reebok pumps, like I would wear thick, like bigger shoes, questions, you know, thicker yeah. shoes. Cause I'm like, yeah, this looks better. I would wear my high top Air Forces, the mids, you know, keep it open. It just looked better. And I think it, you know, for the frame. But then I also realize it's in the, it's in styling. You know, you could style it. Definitely. Certain. Definitely. I think but style I think, plays a part when yeah, you can. I, I found a cool kind of like, so that's why like, I really like dunk lows. I feel like they look real good on me and when I wear certain outfits. So it's got to find your thing, man. I, I, I completely hold that same sentiment. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think that's important and what works for you. And that's what I always say. I'm like, I could appreciate a shoe on somebody else. That's not necessarily for me, but I'm like, yo, them shits is dope. You know, yeah. rock them. And vice versa. I may be wearing something that someone could say, I couldn't pull that off. Yeah. You know, foam posits, right? A lot of people stay away from me because it's a really chunky, bulky shoe. But once them. again, I, I love them, man. And then, like I said, because of my stature, it goes well with me. But I think styling definitely plays a part where there are pairs I might have stayed away from before. But then, you know, with styling and, you know, I think pants makes a huge difference <laughs> difference when it comes to sneakers because there's some sneakers you can pull off when you got a certain pant, yeah. you know what I mean, with it. So I think, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's cool that you were able to kind of see that. Hold on there, know, hold on, on there, hold on there. Everyone just, Rich just said there are some sneakers you can pull off with the right pant. Oh, Absolutely right. You go ahead, Collie. You, I, let I, him I, go, I, let him go. I need to hear Green bean fives in Toro Raging Bulls, like the, <laughs> with the right pants, right? So Keisha, no. Collie infamously said on this podcast that he could pull off the Green Bean Fives and Raging Bull Fives in same time, same like, time. We're in one if he foot. had the proper pants. We need to get your thoughts on that. 
Let me get back to you. I can't see it, Coley. Yeah, I know. I have to triangulate the vision. (laughs) And I can give you a better... Like great, oh, possibly like maybe with the maybe one leg up. I, I don't know. I have to see it at first. But it's absolutely great. There's many of times I've complimented, especially men. I've you know specifically comment complimented them and said your pants look really good with those shoes. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yep. Like the way they fall look very yep. good. With shoes. It's a real thing. They look real thing. So there's a lot of times where people are wearing heat, but it's like I hate the way your pants fall on that shoe. I'm yeah. telling you. I'm yep. telling you, that shit grinds my gears. But you know, the, the sneakers, the sneakers <laughs> is on point. It's just like you lost me. Yeah. Some of the things we work see. well that it just becomes almost like a staple. Like it's it's kind of like a skin, a person's skin, or an avatar. When you see like a Miri jeans and Yeezys, or you see like a Nike Tech fleece and Air Force Ones or Air Force One Air Max, <laughs> Air Max, right? Like it's it's almost like I, I I wear that stuff. I'm guilty of it, but at the same time, it's almost like it's my uniform for the day or my costume. Right? It's like ah. Uh. But when you find that work that works for you, like the jeans are such an important or pants in itself are such a very important. And that's why I like some of these YouTube channels that show you like, you know, styling, like this is what I can wear with it. Just chino pants do not go with every, like cup bottom pants do not. It's not, it's not it. It's a nice pair of pants, but they don't go with every style of shoe. And you have to realize that. So, you know, and sometimes folding your pants may look good with the shoe. Sometimes it doesn't, your jeans should fall correctly. They shouldn't be too long. Like little things like that will really make or break a whole outfit and a whole sneaker look. So you know, when I went to SneakerCon, there's so many people. I was like, ah, wrong pants, but good shoes. <laughs> yeah. We've all been in that time in our lives where we were wearing pants that were mm-hmm. bootcut jeans over the shoe, right? Like, I mean, it just, it makes such a difference when you get that tapered hey, hey, pant. Hey, don't speak for everyone. <laughs> Call you may not have done that, but you've had some pretty wild outfits. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> But it's like, it makes such a difference, right? I remember getting my first pair of joggers, right? It wasn't anything special. They weren't even like, they weren't even a great pair of joggers as they were, right? But just the fact that I could wear a pair of pants that were tapered at the bottom. And like, when I stepped out in sneakers, it was like, damn, this is dope. This highlights my sneakers nicely, right? Like it it makes a big difference. And I love that your mom was kind of dressing you in Walmart fits as as you kind of talked about, right? Like, you know, where it's like, you know, You'd gone to Walmart, you picked out some dope outfits, and that, and that's what you were rocking with, right? You talked about having, like, Grant Hills and stuff like that. Those were great shoes at the time, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with them. I know I know now, like, you look back at them, you're like, they're dope. But at the time, it might have been like, oh, it's not a Nike. But those are, those were great shoes, I think, in that I mean, era. In the, 90s, in the 90s, Grant Hills are, was a popular pair of shoes. It's like I talk about Champion. I said growing up, especially... You yeah. know, spending time in New York, Champion was the brand. Like that was Champ- Champion was in heavy rotation. That was a brand. Um, yeah, coming up. I remember Champion sneakers. We had. I was in Jersey at the time, but like, yeah, like the Champions, the Grand Hills, ninety-five, the first Grand Hill, ninety-six. I had the Grand Hill twos in ninety-six, and they were everything. Like I said, yeah, I spoke about it before. Like Jordan, yes, the Jordans were there. But there were so many other shoes: Kamikazes, the Shacknoses, the Fila Grand Hills. There were a plethora of other basketball sneakers out there that, you know, people who necessarily couldn't afford Jordans could still be a part of that. You know, something that was affordable, but at the same time, still trending, you know, and in fashion. Lugs, I spoke about the Lugs. Lugs was like, yeah, I look back now and I'm like, man, but at the time, 
yo, Lugs was everything, man. You know, Call Kanai was another another big band brand when I was coming up. I'm um, yeah. as well. So yeah, like it's Grand Hills. I love that shoe. That shoe has a special heart to this day. A uh, special place in my heart, I should say, to this day, just because I just remember when that shit came out. I'm like, I want those. Because I couldn't get the 95s. The 95s I couldn't get, but I made damn sure when that Grand Hill 2 came out, I was like, I got to get that. And it's such a dope shoe. Like, I, I always love the design of that shoe. I always thought that shoe was cool. But, you know, again, being a kid in that era, there was not no real emphasis on what we were wearing anyway. Like, my mom just knew these shoes were, were nice and cool. But in school, no one was really watching it then. You know, it wasn't no hype. Going into your older years, it definitely became a thing of like a statement. High school was real rough when it came to that kind of stuff. Oh, I, yeah. When I went to high school, one of the, the, the popular shoes for girls were like, they look like boxing shoes. I, I don't even know what they were called. I remember those. I remember them shoes. Those like some weird <laughs> like boxing shoes. Oh, no, they're, it's the kangaroos. Yeah, I remember. Yes, and I remember them. Shoes. Then Nike also did have a version of it as well, which is a cut high. I forget the name of the girls' Nike version though. Recos. But yes, girl. Okay, that was it because we did sell them at Foot Locker. So. And when I tell you, like these shoes, like all the girls are wearing, but again, like a really slim shoe, not for me. Never owned a pair. I actually wore. There was this feel of that was I went to I went to a public school for one year in high school and then I went to a Catholic school. So we had to wear all black shoes. And there was this feel of that was super popular. I forget what it was called, but it had a strap. And I know this one you're talking about. This was like it was all black. And this was like Is it is it the strap that hung at the back? Was it? It Or the strap that went across the top. It did go across the top. It was a thick tongue. Yeah, I know this one you're talking about. This was a really popular feel for like Catholic kids. All the girls wore it in school, and then the boys wore the black Air Forces. But I had both. I had black Air Forces and that. And there was this pair of Nike that I wish they would retro so bad. You almost can't find it. I feel like people think it's a fever dream when I talk about it, but it's called the Nike Navarro. And it's Navarro. Uh, I, had, I had I had the all black. It's gonna. It looks like a Janowski or whatever it's called. Janowski. It looks like that. I had the high top version, and it was all black, and it was suede. And that was the greatest shoe at the time to me. And I wish I could get that shoe back. I wish I could find it again. But yeah, people think I'm tripping, but you'll see it. There's some like on eBay and stuff, but I don't know. It's like the shoe doesn't exist. It's like the weirdest thing. <laughs> That's a Nike for you though, too. Yeah. When you're doing shit like that. Yeah. And I mean, in high school, so like you said with the girls, you know, that's what they were wearing. Did you notice like some of the shoes that the guys are wearing? I mean, you said, I guess it's hard because like you said, you went to the Catholic school where it's what primarily black shoes, right? But, like, even for your guys, like, the Civvies Day, right? Like, that's what you guys call it? Yeah, yeah. Day? Yep. What, what were you guys bringing out? Like, what were people bringing out? Like Me, I had these, the Clearwater Dunks. So Ugh. I remember wearing those a lot. I had the, I called them the Chlorophyll Dunks at the time. It was, a, it was the same colorway as this new, as all the chlorophylls, but I don't know what they were calling it back then. But it was a, a green and, and, and yellow, gray, white dunk that I had. I really liked Delta Forces at the time, so I had a bit of those. I had some Air Forces and stuff that I would pull out. I used to wear shell toes on Civvy's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I wore a lot of kicks back then. But the guys, the guy, my high school sweetheart I was dating at the time, he used to come to school in Military Fours. He had mm-hmm. the Jordan Military Fours. I was one of his favorite pairs. He had the Bordeaux Sevens. You'd see a lot of Aqua Eights back then. It was really popular in school. Jordan had just kind of started to do its big re research. Mm-hmm. Um, so you definitely saw a lot of those pairs coming out. But it was Black Air Forces. I know now that has a bad reputation, but <laughs> yeah. everything like 
Black. I loved Black Air Forces yeah. in yeah. high school. Dude, my nephew makes me feel so bad. He's yo, that's the that's the, and I'm like, what is this? They're black, <laughs> like they're Joe. What are you talking about? And I feel so bad buying a pair, but the Black Air Forces and and White Air Forces were were really popular too. So yeah, that's mostly what you saw a lot of people wearing. I had the spinners when I was younger. I, I remember we talked about. Oh them. yeah, the dadas. I had the dadas. Those <laughs> shoes were so dope. And then I liked Converse. I was really into Converse, and I, I was a big fan of Converse, and I still am. And I like Vans. You know, Vans. Yeah, Vans, are really Vans is clean. Yes. Vans are clean. I was get yeah, my brother. Like he used to wear um, half cabs, and I, you know, like. Because my brother used to skateboard, I used to skateboard, like we all used to skateboard. So half cab was a big thing in our in our house too. And it was my brother who was like, "Oh, this is his skateboarding shoe." And so I was like, "Oh, I want a pair." And I go to the store and buy a regular pair of Vans, thinking it was the same thing. And he's like, <laughs> so, "It's not it." <laughs> it's not it. Yeah. Well, that's that's dope. I guess we we could probably switch gears a bit to what's going on now. So let's talk about what's in your collection currently. Oh God. Oh man. <laughs> I would say the bulk of my collection is one to fourteen, and then dunks right now. As I mentioned, so when Jordan One started to have their little fame, starting back in like twenty eleven to, you know, twenty eighteen, when they were really doing like, you got the breads that came out, you got the black toes that came out, you know, you got the world blues that came out, you know, you have the shattered backboards. Like the hype was real. I had all of them. I had the breads, black toes. <laughs> I had all of, every pair. I got all the hype releases because, you know, I had the Foot Locker connects and I won every raffle I put my name in for, even the ones I didn't, but I'm not getting any. <laughs> I, I won. So I had all of them. And I just remember, you know, I was really building out the collection. And so I was, I, I was in a relationship and at the time I was just working part time, you know, music was really the full time thing. And then I had started touring with the group that I was with. And so I just remember saying to myself, like, I want to be able to go and do things you know, with the person I'm in a relationship with and travel and stuff like that. But, you know, I just finished college. I'm putting money back into my student loans and stuff. So I sold them all. I sold the shattered backboards. I sold all of them. And it was a terrible deal. I didn't make a guy. I was like, I wanted cash. I wanted quick money. And I didn't research the market. So at where I, whereas I could have sold my shattered backboards for at the time was about 850 on StockX. I let them go for like $300. Oh, <laughs> I took a I, like, I, I wouldn't say I took a loss only because I, I was I, you I got lost. them for you got them for retail. Oh, yeah, yeah it was all so. over retail. Like the I tell people the shattered backwards I got for retail at Flight Club in New York, and people like don't believe me. I'm like I have the receipt still. Like I bought That's that crazy retail at so because it, it had just come out, you know, and so but um I sold them, I sold everything, and all of them. I never sold one of those pairs over five hundred, and none of them go for less than. 800 now wow um so that was really heartbreaking and I, I also i wear men's size shoes so i don't wear grade school so it's like i'm the prices that i should have got i didn't but anyway we moved so after i got rid of that i didn't have any highs in my collection anymore i started to really get into like i said jordan one lows and and i like the mids some of their colorways it's just the quality on the mids are terrible yes um, and that's my biggest hang up with them i don't care about the cut of the shoe and then, yeah, I started to build out the collection even more. I've always had 12s in my collection. I've always had 13s and, you know, 14s and stuff. So just ones was really the pair that I was always like not really. So it's interesting that now it's the bulk of my collection. Like <laughs> I have so many pairs of Jordan ones and highs, one highs. I have so many lows, so many mids. 
dunks. I have quite a few basketball shoes because basketball is a sport that I love. I'm not a huge LeBron James fan as, you know, on the court, but I do have, you know, about four or five of his pairs. Like I mentioned before, the Sprite 8s were one of my pairs and I was able to cop those two years ago when they re-released and that was an emotional moment for me. pair that I got that I really love and treasure is the Amar Monet 3s. The story behind that um, shoe was very special. And uh, my ex bought it for me for Christmas, the year that they dropped. And I'm just really grateful to get that pair in my collection. Another pair is the Desert Moss uh, Union. Union Forest. Yeah, I got them drinks. Nice. Super. You know what? I'm going to pull those out and wear that this weekend. I don't wear it enough. I don't wear any of those enough. The Khalifa ones I have as well. A beautiful story behind those shoes as well. Mm -hmm. Alilia May. Those yes. were actually gifted to myself. Alicia was gifted a pair. Quite a few of us uh, women in the sneaker industry in Toronto were gifted a pair. So That's um, dope. I wore it once ever, and that was at the Juno Awards because I was nominated for Juno last year, and I wore it to the awards. So I've seen that. That's big. That's big. And, and congrats on that. Yeah, I was Thank I was kind of doing my, my little research on you, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, okay, Juno's, let's go. It was a That's special dope. pair for a special day. I pulled it out just, you know, obviously for that moment. So that pair definitely means a lot to me in my collection. I have the cool gray nines, which I'm afraid to wear because I do feel like they will, the soul will separate when I wear them. They look like they're there. <laughs> have you wore them quite a bit or is it something that's just kind of narrow? They dropped in 2012 and I used to. Yeah. I used to, them all, I used to wear them in winter. Like I used to wear them all the time and beat them around. But then I don't think I've worn that shoe since 2013. Oh uh, yeah, you might be, might be, <laughs> might, might be playing a little dangerous. Now, I would say if you wore them through the years, I say they'd be good. But yeah. if you had them sitting since 2013, talking about 10 years, yeah, I don't know. I think leave those, <laughs> leave those the, alone. I have the bread fours that released back then as well. 20, 2012. And the thing is, all those shoes released on the same time, right? And I, and those were shoes I was able to walk into the Foot Locker in Oshawa and just like grab them off the shelf and say, you know, my size and get them. So it's really interesting. The bread fours, the fire red fives that came out around that time. I recently gave away, it was the, uh, the bread 13s again, around the same time I had, I got those. So like a lot of classics in the collection, I had the wolf grade fives. I never wore them. I gave them to my little cousin two years ago and I had those sitting for years. So I try to, you know, give to my little cousins and stuff. They're all growing up and they, they're getting into the sneakers. So I don't mind giving pairs away to them and stuff like that, that I don't really wear. Um, They get a lot of dead stock shoes for me. So it's pretty cool. But the collection's dope, man. There's like a lot of, you know, it's things that I love. I go and I sit, because I have a, my, there's a bedroom in my house that is just a sneaker room. And so it's like a museum, you know, people come and they're like, oh my God, like people sit in. <laughs> I bought this Amazon Echo show and I put it in that room and I have like a darts board in there and a day bed, that's, chairs, that's the room I just go in and chill and admire the collection. I got some Funko Pops and stuff. So it's a really cool space. And I, I love the collection that I've built. These are shoes that they, I have a story. When I was on tour, I try to buy a sneaker from every stop, you know, so there's a story attached to most of them. There's something funny that I could tell about a lot of the times I bought sneakers. I went on tour once and I remember I, I forgot my sneaker bag. So we get on tour and the only shoes I have is the Adidas slides I came in. So me and my, my, my DJ Mo Boogie, we went to the mall and we're like, crap. And I'm, you know, buying shoes. And so when I look in the collection, I laugh. because I'm like, oh, I remember when I got this one, you know. So there's a story in there. And I, and I just, I love it. That's very dope. And I mean, like, 
I know you spoke about, you know, some other brands like with, with the Fila's, obviously the Chuck Taylor's and things like that. So are you loyal to one brand or do you like kind of this? I mean, from what you said, it looks like you like variety, but I'm assuming that you're not just with like just one particular brand or do you like to have a little bit of everything? I have everything, man. New Balances, 550s, 650s. When I think of my collection, I even have a pair of Champions because I love the colorway, you know? I don't care how people feel about shoes. I love the colorway of the Champion shoe. So if, I, if it's something that I like, I'm going to buy it. Obviously, Nike is always going to be 80 because Nike has all these different offshoots of sneakers that you can have. So it's going to be 80% of my collection regardless. But that 20% is like really dope, comfortable sneakers, you know, Pumas and New Balances and Sauconies and Asics and things of that nature. So yeah, Puma had a nice run a couple years back with their technology for their shoe. And I remember going to Sivu Play because they always had them on sale. Sneakers were like 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. SVP all the time (laughs) buying all the Pumas. I've made great friendships from people that work at these places just because I'm always in their stores. So Definitely um, a variety of shoes in my collection, for sure. And And I think that's important, too, like, especially for, you know, people getting into collecting, because I think sometimes people are like just tunnel vision, like they kind of, you know, they go off social media, you know, Jordans is, you know, what everybody's rocking now, the New Balance wave, everybody's on New Balances. But I think it's like I said, whatever you like, that's what you should kind of be sticking to. And I think when we look at a lot of us, you know, you have you do have some people where their likes are very specific. And then others who kind of like a little bit of everything. And I think that's okay. And I don't think that we promote that enough because people feel as like, I got to just have Jordans because that's what's popping right now. But um, it's just great when, you know, talking to people that have different brands in their collection, you know, so that that is cool. Able, I love being able to pull out whatever I want. And I, and I like what, you know, you said earlier, Trevor was saying earlier, you know, going... There's times where I think about the shoe that I want to wear first, but there's times where I put the outfit together, but I don't care what I put together as an outfit. Not that I don't care. It, I don't stress about it because I know there's a shoe down there. There's that's a shoe that's going to go with it. Yeah. Yes. So I love that option. I love the fact that I have that option, you know, and just the variety amongst one type of shoe. I have many colors of the Air Max 97s, you know, I have Air Max 1s, Air Max 90s, 95s, 90, like, there's just so much variety, and that's what I like about the collection, you know. My mom would say, oh, don't you have that shoe already? I'm like, no. See, mom, you're tripping. This is the, this is the UNC Jordan 1, but the other one is the other UNC. Yeah, got to break it down. <laughs> got to break mom, it down. You don't see it, but I see it. It's two different blues, but she doesn't see it. So, yeah. you know. And then the color blocking, I said, you know, that's really important. Some days I feel like the black toe color blocking. Some days I feel like the Chicago color blocking, so... It's really interesting, but one of the things that I don't know if you guys feel the same. I always, people always ask like, well, "What's the most comfortable Jordan?" And I always tell them it's the two and the ten, and that's always a huge debate. Jordan ten, Jordan ten is number. What one do you believe? Jordan ten is number one, most comfortable. Um, no question. Eight, the eight is pretty comfortable too. Though. The eight is not bad. The eight yep. is not bad. The ten for me got to be it, yeah, and I think ten. it's 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 one just the comfort in that midsole, and then the fact that it's very snug. The you get that, hara- the, that the, cushion, yes. the cushion, that's it for me. The Jordan 10 for me is the most comfortable. I'm going to go with it. 100%. 100%. I agree. The 10s for me, for sure. Two's not bad. And the other one I really like is the Air Jordan 9. The 9's too. The, you know what? Uh, I'll say this. Nine, not bad. Got, for me, it got to be the, the earlier retros. Trav, if you put your foot in the 02 Jordan 9, it's like no. walking on a pillow. 
I'm not talking about an O2 Jordan either, nine, when, when I'm talking about them being comfortable. So I believe you, Rich. The nines are definitely, the thing about me and the nine, like the nine and I have such a good relationship because when I saw that shoe on Space Jam, and for me, it was like, I was like, oh my, but also, <laughs> it's also in the cinematography, which I, you know, as you get older, you realize the way that they shot the scene of Bugs and Daffy seeing that shoe, the uh-huh. hair, and it was like a big, huge thing, and a, oh, I yep. think that made me go, oh, like at the same time. Yep. <laughs> Catch so by the I head. That shoe. I wanted that shoe <laughs> since then, right? So I always tell the story when I got, that was the first shoe I bought when I got my own credit card. Like, you know, mom, my mom gave me money before for shoes, but to have my own credit card, um, that was the first purchase I, I made and that was that shoe. And I had such a, a special shoe and I hold it in such high regard. It's a very special shoe for me. I, it's the colorways for the nine that I don't, love like everybody talks about like sneakerheads talk about the olive i don't like that colorway olives uh, olives are everything man i don't <laughs> like that colorway at but all. i will i will say when the olives dropped and i'm not even gonna be out here fronting we wasn't fucking with them when they first came out when they first came out it was a weird color it's like how do we style this i remember you know getting them and i was like what the fuck am i gonna wear with these i literally wore white tees and black tees because I, I couldn't really figure out like what went with the shoe and then i guess you know as time went on colors and what we wore it changed it was easier to wear that shoe but back then i ain't gonna hold you we were struggling <laughs> with respect to that we were dying the shit all black <laughs> because it was like we didn't know what to wear with them so that was kind of the struggle but i do agree the jordan 9 in terms of colorways they're hit or miss yeah. you know what i mean some work that one from space jam to me is probably the best colorway that's just it i like the cool but grays though. the cool, cool grays are nice the cool grays are nice plastics and for me, that might be, I mean, I like the package. I like the Johnny Killers. I, li- I like that. Those the Killer pack was good. I like I liked some of the colorways in that package, but as far, and then I also have the alternate ones. So it's all black ones with the red, the red. Yes. I like yeah. that one. But other than that, I have that one as well. But other than that, that's the only three nines I have. So for that to be my favorite Jordan silhouette, and I'm like, but I only have three because I only like these colors. It's, it's confusing, but yeah, that's my, that's my- <laughs> That's my it's funny because like I've spoken that story so many times. I think Keisha, when we, we were on the panel with Mo, we kind of both said that, and we, I was like, "Oh, you too!" Oh, that's, that's that's dope, <laughs> actually. But like the Jordan Nine, the air quotation Space Jam, as others may know it as, or the home colorway, that was the first one I ever go. Hey, hey, I I threw the air quotations <laughs> in there. I I gave a disclaimer there, <laughs> but like that was the first Jordan that I ever bought with my own money as well. Uh, or sorry, first Jordan Retro that I ever bought with my own money, right? And vividly, what I remember from Space Jam is that shoe. Obviously, there's the big thing when they're doing, they play in the big game, the Space Jam 11s are there, right? But Stretch, yeah. I don't, that's not what I think about when I think of shoes and that movie, though. I think of the Looney Tunes going to 3D land and, you know, the, like them getting the, the shoe off the top shelf there, catch Featherhead. Like, that's the stuff for me that I remember with that shoe. Like, I, I the Space Jam 11s are special because space jam is my favorite movie and like obviously there's the tie to the movie but the nines are the shoe that i remember from that movie you're right the cinematography about how they like placed it where it was like you could see the full shoe just sitting up there like it was like this godlike stature of a shoe right which you know it's cool that someone else thinks that as well that's exactly what made you know let's i always remember that and have that story about that shoe so it means the most i think to me 100 percent 
and is there any any pairs that you're on the hunt for? I know you had mentioned like that's still wild to me, like in terms of those pairs that you got rid of for them price points. So what are you currently on the hunt for? Or is there anything you're on the hunt for in particular, like at this point in time? Hmm. It's always a great question. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell I know I mentioned it so when I told my ex about, I never told him, but when I told him, you know, he actually just called me, we're like best friends to this day. I finally told him one day, like, oh, I had gotten rid of those shoes because I wanted to be able to, I didn't want him spending all his money all the time. I wanted to be able to spend money and hang out with him and take trips with him and stuff like that. So when I told him that he customized his sneakers, he made me a pair of Shattered Backwards. That's dope. So I always say like that, uh, that was really touching. So Shadow Backwards is definitely an issue that I really do kind of still want the, the the actual pair, but I have this custom and I love it. And he did an amazing job on the custom. So I, I you know, I don't really, because, you know, painted shoes, you can't wear too much. So I try to rock them once in a while here and there. Yeah. Outside of that, hmm, I want the Noir uh, Union 4s. What is the, mm, what is, what the, is Because I know there's a guava and then there, there's a guava. The, yeah. Off noir, off off noir, yeah. Yeah, I, okay. right. yeah. I keep saying I keep saying black noir. <laughs> that that's actually the guy from the boys the show. So it's not that. I think it's yeah. I think it's off noir. Is that that black pair? I want um, that. you're talking about that pair is nice. That, that pair is nice. Is like up there for me as far as sneakers go. I definitely want that. But a lot of the pairs that I used to like circle or like you know write down that I've always wanted. I've been very fortunate to get. And some of those were the black cement uh, threes. That was like a grail for me. Like I needed that pair so badly. I used to like look at it every day online and print a picture out and stuff. And there's my phone background. So I ended up getting those when they came out six or how much ever years ago. The Bread 11s, the Concord 11s and the Cool Gray 11s. That trilogy was like a yep. big I got all three of them in my collection now. So a lot of the pairs that I really like, and then the, one of the last shoes on my list of sneakers was the Sprite 8, and I was able to get those. So all of the pairs that I said I wanted that, you know, had come out pre-2012, I ended up getting them. And then, so there's obviously newer pairs that I'm like, oh, I do want that, or, you know, I do want that pair. But at this age, I'm not, like, going to break my bank for them. Like, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm just, it's just kind of like... If I do, you know, feel uh, it's a good day and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to splurge on myself or I hit a milestone or an accomplishment or a, a Juno win or something. I might go and <laughs> splurge and get something nice. But other than that, I'm cool with what I have. I'm happy with my collections. That's dope. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, you know, being content with that. And one um, of the ones obviously was the Chicago ones. That was, but because I got the lost and founds, I don't feel I need the Chicago one. I yeah, that's how I feel. That's how I feel too. Shout out to the homie Trev. He actually hit on those for me. Once I had those, I'm just like, yeah, like, I don't really need this, the Chicago. <laughs> so wow, that's, that's cool. And yeah, so kind of want to move over to the next, the next part. I know we had at Mo's event, we had kind of, there were some questions with respect to females and collecting and things like that. So, you know, we would love to get your take, you know, a lot of the females that we've had on previously, we kind of, Love to hear kind of their comments on these questions. So would love your take. So what are your thoughts on women's sneakers and women's exclusive releases, extended sizes, women only colorways? Like, what are your thoughts on that? And and just getting those pairs, like we spoke at the, you know, the event in the hands of, you know, females, the female collectors. It's tough. I mean, like I said, I wear a men's size eight, eight and a half. And so... For me, it was never, it's not really like, oh, I need a female release or a grade school release for a shoe. I was always, 
and like fighting with the men to get the shoes. <laughs> and I always say to like male collectors when they talk about how tough it is to get shoes and stuff, I said, did you ever have to take your dad to get a shoe because you're people like you're afraid of other men? Like, did you ever have to take your bigger brother or your uncle? Like, I don't think people will ever really understand the fear that comes along with, you know, there's times where in the like one of my most recent times I went to the Scarborough Foot Locker to get, I'd won a raffle or some release I was getting and men were like standing outside and like following me, like, yo, let me buy that off you. I'm like literally like hounding and harassing me. And I had to find a security guard to like walk me to my car. You know what I mean? So it is a tough thing to have to navigate. Once things started to go more online, I think a lot of us women were like relieved, you know, that we didn't have to deal with this in person. Definitely. Directly to us. I think that was like such a relief for a lot of us. Like we talk about it and stuff of that nature. But even Alicia, like there was one time where she was looking for the fearless ones and Alicia has, you know, uh, her, she, she wears a bigger size than sometimes some of these, the women releases come out with. So I was at the Scarborough Town Center. I'm like, oh, like I, I'm going to see if they have your size, you know, I'm trying to help her out and stuff like that. And then there's like guys like pushing to get the shoe because Foot Locker got it. The Scarborough Foot Locker had gotten that shoe, I think like two weeks after its drop date. And someone knew because was, I'm like, why are there so much people in here? Like, what's going on? And when the guy said, yeah, mm-hmm. we, have some, we have the pairs. They just came in an hour ago. You know, you're being pushed for these. It's a women's release. So it's kind of things like that that are, that are tricky and challenging. For women's release, like if, if, if the fellas are going to want it, they're still going to fight us regardless for the shoe. So it's really tough for people that have, you know, larger sizes. Usually when women's releases, they go up to my size. So I'm a nine and a half, women 10. If it's a slimmer shoe, like a Jordan one, I, I'm a 10. And that's usually the last size. So there's like a couple of pairs. Yeah. There's a few pairs that I can probably get. And, you know, again, Makeway has been great with that. I've been fortunate to grab some shoes in my size at Makeway, like the bagel dunks I was able to get from Makeway. Nice. There was only like two size 10s and there's only two of us that showed up that were size 10 women. So we were able to grab. So that was dope. But women exclusive colorways and stuff. Me personally, you're not going to really catch me wearing a pink shoe or a purple shoe Mm -hmm. just because like a women's shoe. Like I feel like sometimes and I've been able to give this feedback to my friends at Nike and Puma and some of that nature of we don't want a pink and purple shoe. I I still want the breads. I still want those colors make them accessible you know what i mean i don't want glitter on my sneaker i like that's (laughs) so i think they're kind of getting it and they're kind of you know making women's releases that are not these sparkly stuff and all this fancy stuff they're just shoes so but i'd rather see them if you're gonna make a woman's shoe just team up with a woman designer like make that the reason it's a woman's shoe not the colorway so, uh, you know, you're seeing that more. Rox Brown, was, she was doing some really dope collabs with Nike and, and Alalia May and Melody Asani. Yeah. Some, uh, some amazing collaborations were, are coming out of those ladies. And now Melody Asani is the, she's like the artistic director, executive director of Full Locker for our artistic design. So we're getting great colorways. So I feel like things are changing and I'm really happy about it. I like the accessibility a lot of the Jordan twos that are coming out are her women's. Experience. I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of them. And, and dope. The colorways are dope. And dope and they're dope. Colorways they're dope. Two, the price point is good. I it's good. A ninety. I'm like, yeah. Hey, I was gonna dude. say that. I was gonna say that too. Because I've been looking and I'm seeing these colorways and I'm like, yo. And I, this is before I even look to see like, because it'll say women's. So I'm I'm just looking solely at the colors. And then when I'm getting, I'm like, oh shit, that's the women's shoe. I'm like, these colorways, they just knocking them out the park. 
Yeah. And this is what I like to see. Because back back in the day too, some of the retro they did for, for women, they were dope colorways. Prime example. So they you had the aqua and then they had that reverse aqua, which was the white with the hints of aqua. Dope. They had the ice blue eights, which was an all blue suede eight. That was a women's one as well. So like back then they were doing these women's colorways, but like you said, it wasn't the pinks and you know, all of you know the fairy dust and all that stuff on it. And I agree. I think they need to get back to that where, like I said, Jordan 2, the Jordan 2s are a prime example. Love them. Just I pumping love out them. colorways like that are just like, they're hitting. I'm seeing them like, man, like, you know, I'm going to have to grab some of these. Even the Olive 4s, isn't that a woman? Isn't that a woman? Mm -hmm. like, that's a dope shoe. I think that's a women's as well. And that was yeah. dope. I'm like, see, like, we, we, you know, we love these shoes. Like, I personally, you know, the, the only maybe pink dominant shoe I have is a rose gold three. That was a pack. But other than that, I'm not really into like pink sneakers and stuff of that nature. And most of the women that I talk to aren't either. You know, that's not. Well, one of them that I have is a social status dunks, the milk one. Mm -hmm. Strawberry. That's a nice. That, that's a dope shoe. Was a nice. But again, James Whitner and his team are making shoes that are women's exclusives, but they're not pink and they're browns and they're earth tones. Mm -hmm. When you really tap into the women in the sneaker community, that's the colors we like. Earth tones, you know, deep colors and stuff. So I love what I'm seeing. And I, and I think James Winter is one of my, he's making some of my favorite women exclusives with what he's doing in social status. And uh, with Amar Marnier and I, I love it. No, I think it's great. And, and like I said, with, you know, we're seeing a lot more and not to say female collectors were never around, but definitely, you know, more visual and more eyes on them. So it's just great just to see these designers, the collaborators, and really having a voice, right, to be able to kind of speak for y'all, just to say like, yeah, like, look, we can we can design some dope shit too. You know, we give you some some colors that the dudes are like, yo, I need those, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's just good it's good to see that. And even for me, I, we love to have these conversations when it comes to you know having female guests, just especially to speak into some of the challenges and issues that y'all have. You know, us as guys, like, I'm not even thinking. Like, if I go to the store, pick up a shoe, yeah. if I need to handle myself, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I could, I could take care of myself. So just hearing that story where it's like, look, I, you got to go reach out to a security guard just to take you to your car. Or, you yeah. know, Alicia being berated, you know what I mean, by individuals for a women's release, which is, like, just bizarre to me. But, you know, this is why, you know, when we have female guests on, just to speak into some of the challenges so people can, you know, understand what y'all got to go through when it when it comes to things that we take for granted, right? I don't even think about that when I go to the store to pick up a sneaker. Like, that's the farthest thing from my mind. So to hear that, that's just like, wow, that's crazy. You know, it hit a peak, too, when the, when, when the bread ones and, and the black toe ones and stuff were yeah. coming out. That's when it was really bad. I mean, I remember going to the store to pick up my, my raffle win for the bread one. I even had the Space Jams back then. I, I hit on those. And the craziest thing, something I always regret is I returned the Space Jams because at the time, the True Blue 3s came out the same time. Yeah. So I returned the Space Jams to get the True Blue 3s and I regret it every day. But anyway. Um, <laughs> even when we, all, we all have those. We all got those. <laughs> even when the breads, you know, came out and stuff of that nature, it was like, I just remember like having such anxiety going and picking up that, that raffle win because just the people that stand outside the stores and are just waiting for you in the parking lots, you know, I had to take my dad with me so that he can walk me in, get the shoe and so that I'm, I was safe. So, you know, we do have a lot of stories like that. Um, but then we also get a lot of fellas in the secret community that they know us by now. So when they see us in the stores or in the lines, like, yo, you know, like they make sure we're good, you know, 
things of that nature. And then again, the online platforms, having stores like Makeway that is super safe space for us to go in and bring in sneaker drops. Like they used to, when they when Makeway first um, opened up, their sneaker drops were so unique. Like you had to show up in person, get a raffle ticket. You know, you had to be women, women identifying LGBT to be able to enter the raffle and you know there was always this oh you know they don't let i said absolutely if 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 there's pairs left they'll sell it to men like they they, mm-hmm. they you know but y'all should get first dibs so we're getting, period. yeah we're getting first access and i just always remember like the very first raffle that i went to there was for the i think it was the bubblegum ones no i didn't go for that the first raffle i went to there was patent bread ones and the cool gray 11s they had those at the same time that was my first raffle I went to there and I won the Cool Grays and I won them for free because Soul Savvy was sponsoring three shoes and that happened to That's me. Dope. You know, just being able to, you know, have stores like that and environments like that, that we can feel safe in. It's fun. They bought us all donuts and coffee. Like, yeah. you know, it makes you want to, you know, be a part of the community. Whereas a lot of us kind of gave up and we're like, ah, oh, am I going to go for that shoe? Cause it's going to be crazy. So I, I really appreciate people making space for us. I'll give you a great example of that. You were talking about like the time where the uh, like, I think it was a satin bread that came out in the, uh, what was the other one? The the shadows as well, right? For. Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, you were talking about some ones that came out, right? I think it was the 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 satin backwards. Or yeah, sorry. Shattered backwards. Shattered backwards. And the, and the shadows that came out, right? I I, I worked at Foot Locker at the time. And I remember thinking to myself, because I've seen the pictures of these lines that were at, he was foot action and 306 that were there at the time. And I'm looking, I'm like, why is there all guys lined up for this? Like, what? Oh, you know what you're talking about? You're talking about the satin. Yeah, the satin. The satin shadow backwards. backwards. Yeah. Okay. That was the most ridiculous release <laughs> ever. But, yeah. you know, I know there, there was one store in Toronto that did it right. There was one one sneaker store that did that shoe right. Everybody else, yeah, it was. I don't know. I know only women who went to this one store that was on Queen, and they all got a women that got a pair. They were the only store that said no men are getting this shoe. This shoe is going to women, making sure that the women were getting the shoe. And then if there was anything left, sure, here, like men, sure, come on in. Mm-hmm. Which is the right thing to do for those pairs, right? Because I mean, at that time. Really, I, I can't think of a women's exclusive pair that had come out really in decades at that point, right? Like, you're probably going back to the pairs Rich was talking about, the reverse aquas and those ice blue. Yeah, that's like 07, oh, oh early, early 2000s, yeah. Ones was a hype shoe, and we weren't yeah, ones. ones. So, yeah. you know, when that pair came out, I literally just remember, like, I didn't even try for it. If I had known Exclusity was doing it at the time, I, I would probably went to Exclusity, but... I was hearing, like, my friends were like, yo, don't even come downtown. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> 306 is a mess. Like, don't even come. Like, it's crazy. And even with the, again, with the Califia ones, those, ex- same thing, Exclusity gave those to us. Like, your women, I think you should have these here. Have them, you know, gift. I'll give these to you guys. So there's some people that kind of part- had us in, in their minds and prioritized us even way back when. And I always give them their credit, despite whatever. I always give them their credit for looking out for us, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's important. And you know what the, the the thing is is that I worked at Foot Locker that time, so I saw that, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. Like, why aren't we giving women the first crack to have this shoe? Right? Like, this is for them. Like, they should be the first ones that get the chance to buy these. Right? But I never thought of a safety issue. Like, that was never something that ever crossed my mind. Like, this isn't safe for like someone to be out there. Like, if they are if they are in line and they are going to get the pair. Right? Like, 
never once crossed my mind, right? Like until we've had a couple other female guests on that have mentioned that. And it's like, oh shit, like that's, that's really bad. Like that, I'd never thought of that as being an issue. Like it's just never something like, like Rich said, it's just never something that I've had to deal with, but it's, it's an issue, right? Yeah, for sure. But you know, again, so many things are happening now. Like I said, online was a big thing for us to pivot and just a lot of different ways to circumvent those situations. I mean, they do still happen, but not as frequently. It's happening less. And a lot of stores are getting more hip, like women. Exactly. Doing, like they're, they're doing that method now too. And I know that a lot of people said, you know, they never got the okay from Nike to do that. They didn't know, or from whatever brand, they didn't know they were allowed to make it a gender thing or whatever. So I think Nike's opened up and a lot of these brands are like, no, you can, like, you can do that. You can, if you feel it's, you know, they've heard our complaints themselves. So they've given the okay for stores to do that. Oh, I think that's great. And that's how it should be. I think that if you're going to be doing, you know, women's releases, they should have first take at the stock and whatever's left over, then whoever, whoever can, you know, grab that. And like you said, I think with Makeway, you know, it gives, gives you all the safe space as well to, you know, experience that and be comfortable, you know, with these drops. So, you know, shout out to them for like doing that. And it's huge. And like, I, I think for like, for me, when we were at, at a Mo's event, I think it was nice to feel invited into that space. Like it was nice to mm-hmm. feel like we were invited guests into that space. Like I know it's a retail space. You could go in anytime and chop it up and all that kind of stuff. But it was nice to feel like we're here, like, you know, we're, we want to support females in the sneaker space. Right. And it was nice to feel like we were, we were welcome there and that kind of thing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's great. I think it's great that you guys got a, a space like that. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. I say it all the time. I love Makeway. And when I found out Abby and Shelby were opening that store, it was like emotional. Like people cried. <laughs> I was they they did um their first release was the Jordan one low, the uh shattered backboard lows. And um they'd invited a, a about 10 of us in to like do like a custom backboard of Mosaic backboard and they gifted us those and that was kind of like their grand opening. And so I've always, you know give props to them for being creative in that space as well. It's beautiful. And just some of the stuff they do with that too, right? Like, I mean, cool experiences to go along with the shoes. Like they've done a a ton of cool stuff with that, right? Like, you know, like they have hangout parties, there's, you know, ice cream. What was that Jordan one they did with the tattoos where they had like a tattoo artist come in. The, uh, the really, really, really an air, something like that. Uh, <laughs> rebellion, whatever that one rebellion was. Yeah, the yeah. rebellion one. I like that shoe. Rebellion air with all the yeah. words yeah. on yeah. it. And then when they dope. did the Napolitan uh, threes yeah. uh, release, they had a whole ice cream, you know, set up and yeah. Was cool. yeah. yeah, very, very dope. And on that note too, like, so you know, why do you think it's important, you know, for females to to grow the community, and how do you believe that that's coming along? Because I think our experiences. And the stories that we have to tell are not just from our perspective. When you have a lot of these women designers telling their stories, it's a story of their community. It's a story of their upbringing. It's a story of their childhood, their surroundings, their neighborhoods, their friends. And so we're not just telling our own stories or stories for ourselves. We're speaking on our experiences as a community. And so when when they translate that into a sneaker, I personally love a sneaker with a story, you know, and that's why I'm such a fan of James Whitner and what he's doing with all of these 
I love the stories he tells with the Amma Marniers in the social status shoes about his mother, about the women in his community, about women and stuff of that nature. I think that it's really important that these brands continue to have, you know, women involved in their creative backgrounds, their creative processes, their creative teams, because of the vast kind of story that we bring to creating a shoe. It's not just like, a, oh, I'm creating the shoe because my tour, like, me personally, yeah. I'm a huge fan of Tinker Hatfield and a huge fan of Justin Timberlake and their respected rights. But like that collaboration to me didn't like it wasn't my favorite, but it also I'm like, ah, he wears threes. But is this a collaboration that we all really need? In Something like when I look at Tiana Taylor's shoe, like I'm a huge fan of the story. And when she breaks down what it meant to her, the first woman to get a collab with uh, Jordan Brand was Vashti. And she was a popular DJ and promoter in, in New York. And you know, when she breaks down what that color, that lilac color meant to her to use on a silhouette where we really never see anybody do a collab with Jordan 2, it was just like, it resonates. It speaks to not just me, but a community of people. So when you bring women designers in and women to consult and things of that nature, you see the brands take off and go into different places that you otherwise wouldn't see them. When I speak about Rox Brown, the reason she's one of my favorite designers that work with Jordan is because they used her design for another sneaker, another Jordan one. Rox Brown had the 3M on an all black Jordan one a year or two before the fearless Jordan ones came out. And I always mm. think that was not right because this was her design. This was her idea. And then for them to re release this shoe a couple years later with the exact same design, I, I didn't like what they did to her. And I, I don't know if that's the reason she doesn't collaborate much with them anymore. doesn't work with them anymore, but that happens to women so often in these kind of spaces. But I always say like, Rox, shout out to you because that means you are you did something with that. And I have that Jordan one. I have her version of it. And for me, it was like, damn, like how could they do something like that? You know, her version didn't have the marketing. It has a rose on the back. And that's such a big thing for me because my middle name translates to rose. And I was like, I need this. And I still think that that shoe was buried. Like they didn't give that shoe the love and attention it needed. I bought that shoe in DC. And I just remember thinking to myself, seeing them come out with the Fearless Ones a couple of years, a couple of years later with the same 3M on a black. I was like, oh, so, you know, clearly we have the ideas. We, we, we create the, we are the, I always say women are the cornerstone of the sneaker industry. Women are the backbone of the sneaker industry. And when you talk to other men in the sneaker industry, they agree. And not, not just like sneaker heads, like people in the industry, they agree. And it starts off with people like, I think her name is Catherine, who designed the Nike logo. It starts off with the visionaries, the visions that the, the, the creative things that they've done are the reason that we have a lot of the brands that we like. One of the women who, um, she was from Queens, I believe. She grew, she grew up in Queens. I think she's from, she might've been from Japan. Uh, I might be wrong on that, uh, but she might've been from Japan or Korea. She grew up in Queens, New York, and she describes my culture she talks about Guyanese people and Jamaicans influencing her. To, and now she's a designer for Puma and she takes the designs that she found in Queens, New York, around West Indians to influence what she does at Puma. So that's what I mean. We take things from our community. We take the stories from our people and we bring them to these brands and we create pieces that are, I believe, timeless. So it's really important that women keep getting into these spaces. We keep building I always say, I hope Abby and Shelby get their own collab soon. You know, like that would be crazy. That'd be dope. That'd be dope.
Dope. Women are very important in the sneaker industry. I agree. And I think I, I, I can't say anything more. I think, I think you, yeah. I think you, I think you articulated I'm that. Very you know, passionate. Very, that. very. I mean, you can hear it though. That's the thing. Yeah, you can, you can hear that passion, and you know, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing I could say. I read so many, so many. You know, there's a lot of books, and I read, and, you know, articles and stuff about women designers in the sneaker industry, and some of the dopest colorways and silhouettes, man, they, they're, they're from a woman's. And when you hear her story and why, it's amazing. Even the Shelf Life collab, there's a lot of women working on those designs for the uh, for the Jordan 2. And I, it's, that's one of my favorite Jordans of all time. So That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. Oh, that's, that's great. Like I said, I, well said. <laughs> like, <laughs> well said. Like I said, the passion is coming, coming through and, and it's great. And I agree. I think everything you said is very important and that would only help grow that community so love to see it we're gonna end it with this but we gotta talk about the music we can't we can't have you on here and not get into your music <laughs> your music as i said i you know i was checking the page out and stuff but if we could talk a little bit about that to kind of take us out of here but yeah your music like where did that love begin like what was the inception of that Music's always been a big part of my life growing up West Indian. That's something that's just in the house. You know, it's something that you grow up around parties and stuff of that nature. So it's just always been around. But I would say at a very young age, I was like going to the studio with my cousins and we didn't have any hip hop radio stations in Canada. Commercial. Uh, let me say commercial. There were some college ones for sure. We didn't have any commercial hip hop radio stations in Canada that had good signals or anything like that. So the closest we had was a station called WBLK, which was from Buffalo. And that was our, that was our way of getting hip hop. We'd otherwise, we didn't hear what the, what was going on over there. What, you know, the hip hop that was popping. But again, like I said, I was fortunate and I traveled to New York all the time. And what we would do is as soon as we got close enough to New York, as soon as we got close enough to like Brooklyn or everywhere, it's like, turn on 97, hot 97. Turn it on. So my parents, <laughs> you know, they would flick at the hot 97 and we're listening to what's going on and catching the music and and then we would buy mixtapes on the streets. So that's how we had, a, I had someone's like DJ drama mixtapes, gangster girls mixtapes. Like we would buy those off the streets and, you know, just CDs. Like when I was really young, cassettes and stuff like that, my brothers would buy like Biggie because we would have hip hop cassettes and stuff. So we'd bring those back and dub them on our, on our cassette players and stuff of that nature. And so, you know, it's just always around. It was always something that I loved. And, you know, at first I was singing, but then when my voice started to mature, I was like, ah, maybe not singing. <laughs> But I was writing rhymes from when I was like nine years old. And I don't know, I just, I remember just telling my mom when I turned like 12, I said, I, I want to be a rapper. And she's like, sure, no problem. Like, how do we do it? What do you got to do? And, you know, she took me to the studio and she has always, her, both my parents have always been extremely supportive of my, my rap career. And, you know, I released my first demo, my first project when I was, in, when I was 16. And I shot my first music video in New York when I was 16. And uh, you know, we shot some of it inside the Empire State Building and Harlem and, and all over New York. So really cool. And then um, there was like this popular song a couple of years before I shot that video. It was like, this is why I'm hot by this artist named Mims. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he, he's in the video. He came through to the video. That, and he's also on the remix for my first single. So that kind of started it off. And that was in 2010. And then just from there, 14 years, 15, 13 years later, I'm working on my 11th studio project and I've been a part of a group. I've toured, you know, I've done collaboration albums with alternative 
uh, hip hop groups, you know, just just so much stuff. It's funny. I got a notification the other day that a, a plaque is on its way to my house for getting over 1.3 million streams. So that's it, crazy. It's, um, Congrats. Thank Congrats. you. But, you know, like it's 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 been a long journey, but it's been really fun. I, I've got to meet some amazing people. Like I said, the Juno nomination last year was a bucket list, like top of a bucket list kind of thing for me. So just being able to achieve different stuff in my career has been it's been cool to see. And I always tell younger artists, enjoy the moment, because when you look back on it in a couple of years, you're going to be like, damn, that was cool. But you didn't sit in the moment. So you missed it. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy the ride. It's, it's fun. It's fun. Hard work, but it's fun. <laughs> Great words of advice. And curious, being that you're in music, some of your favorite artists. I need to know this. I, I'm a, I love music, so I always like to, to see where, where people's heads are at when it comes to kind of who they resonate with. Okay, so AZ is my favorite rapper. And then uh, Jay-Z. Okay. So AZ and Jay-Z okay. are two goats. Um, I like Biggie. And then, but I, but I'm, all, I'm all like Whitney Houston, you know, she's, she's incredible. Mm-hmm. Glasper, um, he's a jazz, contemporary jazz artist. He's amazing. Um, music soul child is up there on my list. Lauren Hill, her creativity, uh, her ear is, is incredible. Missy Elliott, her creativity, her music videos, her style, you know, she's up there on my list as well. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much, but then I also like a lot of like Smokey Robinson. He's an amazing songwriter. So mm-hmm. Robinson fan. I love John Bon Jovi. He's mm. an amazing artist, but an incredible person um, for some of the things that he believes in in his philanthropy work. So it's, it's such a huge, vast kind of range. range. But yeah. No, that's great. I've always, I'm always curious just to, in terms of people's taste, but I'll give you AZ. Sugar Hill is probably one of my favorite songs I remember as a kid yep. to this day. That's my track right there. So salute to AZ. Yeah, AZ's my guy, man. I think AZ is very underrated. Doesn't get his just due, but I fucks yeah. with AZ. He's dope. And nobody uh, asks this, but my favorite, I tell people, I tell everybody that ever wants, that doesn't care to hear, my favorite football team is the New England Patriots. So do with All right. So uh, as long as it's not the Eagles, we good. All right. You get that information. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, even though I hate New England, but... I think I hate the Eagles more. No, you don't so, like Tom Brady, Rich. That's what you don't. I don't like, like New England. No, I, I was. I've never liked New England ever. So Tom Brady just made it worse. Great, just the time. Tom Brady just made it worse. Yeah, oh, but I, I could. I, could live with no, that. I don't know how people can hate him. I think he's the greatest football player of all time. Oh my God, we could we could go into a no <laughs> whole other segment with, with with that with that statement, man. But every podcast, I randomly <laughs> tell people. Nah, that's that's dope. We have like a running joke with that because I I've booked like a lot of guests for this, and I think how many have I had Trev that are Eagles fans? Three or and not four. even knowing it knows more than that. This is probably like five or six. Wow. I want to say Mike. Yeah, that killer. It was just enough in a row. Yeah, yeah it, that's yeah. It was, it just the, the funny thing is, so I'm I'm an Eagles fan, Keisha, right? So I'm I'm a very proud Eagles fan, right? So you know, everyone gives me crap about that all the time. But Rich would be like booking these guests, and we'd like you know, Collie would start off like you know, the Philadelphia Eagles suck and all that kind of stuff, and then the guests would be like, "Yo, I'm an Eagles fan," and it just like it just kept happening over and over again. And it wasn't like I was bringing these people in. It's like Rich, you booked the guest this week. Like, uh, like <laughs> I've never met this person before in my life. Yeah, man, it was it was wild. 
That's my team. That's the uh, the Patriots are my team, but the Eagles. I, I I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I I respect the Philadelphia Eagles a lot. Fuck the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> I respect the Eagles a lot, but I saw this meme yesterday, and it was calling um it was calling Jalen Hurts the almost man, and I thought it was so funny. Like almost won this, almost did this, almost won that. I, I like that one. So, I like that one, man. I like no, thank you. Yeah, thank you for putting that out there. Definitely, yeah. As long as it's not Eagles, I'm I'm happy. But uh, what advice would you have for the young females out there that are getting into collecting, I should say, or getting into sneakers? Don't worry about this. You know, it's hard because a lot of them are influenced by TikTok and like the social trends and stuff like that. So I feel like anyone getting into sneakers like now, it's so tough. They're just so influenced where when we first started getting into sneakers, when I first started getting into sneakers, I couldn't be like social media wasn't a thing. So I couldn't be, it was, yeah, we're influenced by the people that we see and, you know, TV shows and stuff of that nature. But it was also like, does this fit well? Like we were going into stores, there's no online shopping. Like we were really feeling things out. So I just think social media plays such a huge part in the influence that they have that. I don't know if they know if they like what they're wearing. Like, do you even like that shoe that you're Or is it just because everyone on TikTok is wearing it, right? So again, we've all had different variations of being influenced, I, I guess I can say, but especially from where we're from. But just do your own thing, man. Like if you see a shoe, you like the reason that shoes like New Balances and stuff, 10 years ago, if you were caught wearing some of these New Balances, like dad shoes, people would make fun of you. Yeah. Now they're the popular shoe being sold. So don't worry about set the trend, be the trend. You know, there you go. something and you style it properly. Trust me, people are going to be like, oh, that's sick. I think people are looking for the new trends or not. They don't want the Jordans anymore like that. They don't want these things. So, you know, don't be afraid to step outside of the box. And if you see a shoe, you style that shoe and, you know, you rock that shoe and be proud of it. You know, so I know parents, I, sp- I speak to a lot of parents and they say the pressure to keep up for their kid, like their kids to keep up. And yeah. it's really it's, it's a lot. And so it sucks. We might have been influenced by the people in our school, but these kids are influenced by millions of people online. So yeah. it's definitely tough, but just, yo, just find your own and, and stick to it. Don't worry about fitting in. Great okay. advice. Because I think we've all been in that situation with sneakers, right? Where like I talk about starting at Foot Locker and I wanted everything, just wanted to have everything possible, right? And now you're 10 years, 11 years, 12 years into this, you're like, well, this doesn't fit me well. I can't style this well, you know. I can't Jordan. wear this for more than six minutes. Like <laughs> half of the shoes, I'm like, I can't wear this. This shoe is terrible. You know, I don't have a nice pair of pants to go with Jordan fives, right? Like, you know, things like that, right? You know, kids. You know what you can do? You can wear whatever you want and never makes you happy because at the end of the day, if the people around you at your school or wherever you live don't like the way you dress, there's gonna be a million other people you could facetime on your lunch break and say hey look what i'm wearing today so you don't need to be friends with someone close to you because you have the ability of communication to be friends with anyone and that's too that's another way you can look at it like social media Mm -hmm. i tell like again new balance is such a a great example when i teach my students and stuff and we have these same conversations and i'm like guys the same new balance i see you guys wearing you would have made fun of them Mm -hmm. five years ago you would have roasted a kid wearing those shoes, yep. but they're the most popular shoes now. So I said, you are the trend. Whatever nope. you think is cool and you wear, that's what's cool. So there's going to be someone online that's going to like it. And you're going to have you know people that fall into that trend. So wear what you want to wear. 
and the majority of your kids are wearing Crocs, so you already like exactly. That's a great point because would any of us like so Kali excluded obviously because he's a, a a hater of Crocs, but like respect. <laughs> oh, let, let, let me finish. Let me finish. If five years ago, I don't know that I would have worn Crocs. I wouldn't probably, have probably I, probably because you were younger and had respect. I used probably to not. Crocs when they now first you've gotten Crocs. old. You letting yourself go? You're just giving up on everything. You're like, oh well, oh excuses. But they're so comfortable. But no, they're so comfortable. But but think about it, you guys. Tell me the honest truth. Eight, let's say ten years ago, the foam runners. Would you have? No. Would you have been like, oh, like? No. But I wasn't I, that way when they came out either. But here's the thing: when they came out, me too. I'm like, oh, this is like, this is an embarrassment. If I see anybody wearing the shoe, I'm gonna roast. That was my yeah. shoe. I wore that all summer. I wore it all summer, and I'm so embarrassed of myself. I'm like, I'm like oh, it's so comfortable. I get why people right. wear it with I anything. got a pair. I took my socks off, put them on, and went, wait a second. This feels horrible. You have to wear it with socks? Oh, fuck no. These things are going right away. You have to wear it with socks. I'm not going to lie. I've never not worn it. And when I see people not wear it with socks, I'm like, so. But I think they look really nice on girls. I like to see girls wearing them. I, I, I think they like girls style them nice. Yeah. But see, Crocs feel amazing nice. with socks or without. There you go, Collie. Crocs are comfy. Without. Y'all won't wear Ultra Boost or Yeezys, which have Boost in it, or like a million of the other comfortable slides. House house uh, slippers. I like those. Collie, I like house slippers. I like slippers. Yeah. Just so you guys know, you can't see. Uh, Rich is holding up a piece of poop that his cat uh, that he was planning on getting is living <laughs> ahead in the future. Time travel. The slave memory. Oh. But the my house Amazing. are like those bubble those bubble slippers that everyone's wearing. I don't yes. know oh, you have the the bubble That's ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's funny true. because uh, what uh, was it today? Me, and my wife. Yesterday, sorry, we're at the grocery store. We used to go in the morning after we drop the kids off to school, and she has a pair of the Salehi Crocs as well. We're both wearing them. And this older lady, like probably in her seventies, maybe she's like, "Are those Crocs?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Man, those look really nifty." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, going into the whole spiel." She probably didn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm like, "Yeah, it's a designer." And she's like, "You know, I love the Crocs." She's like, "They're amazing," but you know, when you get them wet, you just they stick to the ground. I'm like, yeah, but she's like, "But I love them." So it's just cool just to see you got someone this old and they're looking at your shoes like so Kali, uh, see no, it means you have a lot of in common with a 70 year old person oh my gosh man yeah you know like what minds, you know Com- comfortability is what it's called being comfortable no it's called being senile okay, okay. we could we could argue this with you for hours Kali. like it'd just be a never-ending debate but i think the point here is that you're right. At one point, there was some of the shoes that we think are nice today: foam runners, Crocs, uh, New Balances, like the you know the it's the five fifties are the the really popular ones, I believe, right? Um, mm-hmm. Jordan twos. There was a time when people but didn't wear Jordan twos. I've always liked the five fifties. Like they never for me that was always a dope shoe, even back sure. in the day. Yeah, shoe. but it's like the, the, the what are they like the dad shoes? Like the mm-hmm. dad. Shoes. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I still can't get with it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't yep. even lie to you. I can't. I have the orange nope. ones, the distressed ones, and I think I can't. I can't. You know what? Like at some point, these things will come back into style, and there'll be a trend. And you know, like if there's people that don't like them, there will be a group of people that like them. I've said this all the time. We all start off. We we want everything, right? I wanted my whole spiel, right? But when you get into sneakers, dive into something you really, really love. Because if you love dunks and you have 15 pairs of dunks, doesn't matter what they are, you're gonna love wearing them. For me, it's Air Maxes, right? 
I love Air Maxes. I never regret buying a pair of Air Maxes. Now, have I gotten to the point in my collection where I might look at two Air Maxes and go, these are too similar. I'd rather keep this than this. Sure. I'm at that point, but you know, like I never regret having those pairs of Air Maxes, right? It's just sometimes you get something and it's too similar and there's something you prefer over the other and you have to choose between the two, but I never regret having those Air Maxes, right? Like I just never regret having them. And if you love something, you will never regret having a lot of pairs of those. And especially being a sneakerhead is is a disease, right? Like we are, we are sick individuals who have way too many shoes in our collection. Keisha, I, I just moved my shoes two weeks ago. It was a little embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Having to like parade 130 pairs of shoes out of my parents' place. And my mom is, you know, counting how many pairs I have and making <laughs> sure they all fit in this small office that I have. Right. But you know, like you love all the pairs, right? It, it's, it's what we do and it's what we love. Right. So. Yeah, I agree. Wear what you like. Yeah. Wear them. Yes. Yeah. Wear and keyword wear them. Wear just them. not look at it. Wear like them. You have been with those silver bullets. Trevor, wear them. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the mental block is for that. I, I don't wear have it an explanation. before the cats get into the room and destroy it. <laughs> I, I don't have a reason why I can't put that shoe on my foot. I, I don't know what it is. Fine one. I'm trying. I really am trying. <laughs> oh, well, Keisha, thank you. This has been a, yeah. a blast. Like I said, thanks for the conversations. As I said, like the passion just just screams. So appreciate you, the stories, and just your take. Like I said, I think it's very important for you guys to have a voice, man, and just you know put things out there that, like I said, we don't even really think about. I think it's important to have those conversations. So definitely appreciate you, and thank you for coming on, chopping up with us. I know we're a little bit crazy. <laughs> we go off a little bit, but thank you I'll for partaking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Yes. Yes. Shout outs. I want to shout out Mo. That's my sis. I love Mo. Shout out Mo. I remember when she had me on season one, I believe, of Kicking In With Mo. And I had brought three pairs. One was the Space Jam 9, Home 9. <laughs> and the other one was the Cloud Dunks, which we nicknamed Nothing Was The Same Dunks. Um, one of the most rare dunks that you'll ever find. Like if you Google it right now, it'll say that those shoes are five thousand dollars because you can't find them anywhere. And then I brought the De La Soul dunk dunk highs, oh, the white ones. So oh. that was like the first time showing those because you know talk about rare shoes in the collection. Those those two were those three were dope. So shout out to Mo. I say this all the time about Mo. One of the uh, the proudest things we've done on this podcast is we've shined a light on what she's doing. I, I don't know if you know Keisha, but um, have mutual friends with Mo. Like that's how we got introduced to her. So yeah, I'm super proud of what we've been able to like help her do and the people we've been able to connect her with. So yeah, shout out to Shireen. Shireen. Yes. Shout out to Shireen. Shireen. I met her uh, this year. Like we we were kind of like friends on social media, always like interacting. But I met her last month, like in person for the first time. And like, it was like such a warm embrace. And like, uh, I had to like, thank her for all that she's done for the sneaker community. And, you know, I told her all that she will continue to do in the sneaker community. So shout out to Shereen. Yep. When I said, when I said connecting people, I really did mean connecting Mo and Shereen. That was what I was specifically <laughs> talking about, actually. So. <laughs> I didn't, I, when you, I just, when you like thinking of Mo, I think of Shereen, because I, I do remember, um, you know, she did some stuff with her and I'm like, yeah. Shireen is so dope, man. Shout out to her. Yes, shout out to Shireen. Amazing. Shout outs. Uh yeah, I'll just I'll give a shout out to the homie Juan, man. Appreciate you as always. Always coming through clutch. Juan's in Jersey. 
Keisha. So he's like our dates connect. So a lot of the releases, especially with the Ama Mayers, he's usually good at blessing us with those. So shout hey. out to the homie Juan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> shout out to the homie Juan. So yeah, he'll, if you need anything, he'll, he'll help you out. Sorry, Juan, for putting it out there. <laughs> but no, Juan's great. Juan is always looking to help people out. So shout out to him. And yeah, shout out to the workers that finished my basement. I feel good. Like I said, when when you lose something, you don't realize how much you love it until it's gone. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, there's nothing down there now, but I'm just happy I can walk down there. <laughs> so shout out to the workers, man. And as you I said, Keisha, think of something, Rich. I, yes. I want to point out something. A lot of people don't realize, like, the men and women in the secret industry, instead of trying to, like, combat us on getting shoes, we all should, we really should be making allies because, a lot of the women were smaller sizes, so they're not going to be going for the men's size. So they can enter raffles for you and vice versa. Like, mm, there you, you know, go. People, people should ding, be ding. that way. You know, <laughs> let me make friends with you because they can enter the raffles for me because we do all the time. For my yeah. homegirls, I enter raffles for them. I wear men's size. They enter raffles for me. Uh, they were grade school. I enter raffle the grade school raffles for them. Like, so when you said that about one, I'm like, yeah, like that's what the sneaker community, this is what we should be doing for each other, helping each other that's out. Yeah. Definitely. And that's what we try to promote. And I always say, too, it's like the energy you put out there is what you receive. You know, yeah. so if you're putting out positive vibes and, you know, you're willing to help other individuals, it's only going to come back to you. And like you said, if we all had held the same sentiment, think about how much different yeah. this could look or could be. So we'll put that out there. So people listening, yeah, help one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Any shout out for you, Trev? I will shout out since one isn't here and you didn't mention it. Shout out to all of our U.S. listeners who will be celebrating yes. Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. After this episode comes out, I think it's next days coming up this week. Next or next, next week. week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Yeah, next 23rd. week. So, uh, 23rd. When you guys are listening to this, it'll be Thursday. So it's a few more yeah. days for you guys. Well, it could be Monday. It also could be Tuesday or Wednesday. So, but yes, that that, that will be the week of Thanksgiving. I know. Are I know. You're saying you're going to be slacking. You're not going to release this on Monday. I'll release it on Monday, but Thanksgiving's not till Thursday. Yeah, so it's going to be it's not. It's not. It's it's, it's it's next week. Yeah. Sorry. And shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mom's mom. I promise. I've been telling my mom for years. Like I got to get back for Thanksgiving. I will try my best next year. This year's not oh, gonna work, but dude, you got to take the kids make down it. for that, man. I know, man. I just spoke to her today, and I'm just like, I'm always every hey, year. So it's great. Come on. I'm telling you. So you're I, from I New York back. too. Like that would. I be know. Like, I know it's been you a minute. Only it's makes been a long minute. drive for sneakers, not for. It's been a minute. Thanksgiving. <laughs> nah, I'm fly. I'm. Hey, remember, I'm flying out there now. No more driving. I'm flying. I'm flying. <laughs> I will flight, man. Driving's done. Right. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Call it. You have anything before we head over? Yes. Uh, shout out Santa Claus. You better bring me a shit ton of shit. Maybe a nice <laughs> eight thousand dollar bot camera body. You know that. And shout out for it. shout out to Kali. Actually, very proud of you, Kali. Um, Kali is everyone knows is going back to China soon and had to give up smoking. So he's he's been real good, man. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm going lie. Proud of you, my guy. Good and I'll see you. you in a few weeks. So we'll link up in a few weeks before uh before you take off. So nice. Look yeah. forward to that. I already booked all those days off. It's, it's getting tight. Perfect. Tons nice. of y'all sending me messages <laughs> in the DMs, taking up my <laughs> calendar times because <laughs> good though. That way, yes. I- no more work once my last day of work is December 16th, and then I just cruise for a month. Oh, dope. Nice. Dope, dope. yeah, Keisha. As we said, we uh met recently, but yeah, we really appreciate you jumping on. It was uh great conversations, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yes, pleasure. 
Guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Collie, where can they find you? Uh, maybe jail cell after beat the shit out of a bunch of people with fucking Black Friday. Or, I don't know, maybe in line somewhere buying some things. Or, I don't know, some, somewhere in the DMs that you can find me. Or at the, the Collie Life on IG. I was going to say, don't, don't you want to tell them where, <laughs> where, where they, they can actually play? find you? <laughs> I mean, I was getting there. Whose DMs uh, can they find you in? Your DMs? Where's those DMs? You know the people know who I am, guys, okay? <laughs> they already know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Rich, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on IG, girl status 13. And Keisha, where can they find you? And make sure you let them know where they can find your music as well. Yeah, so free Keisha on all social media, F-R-E-E-K-E-Y-S-H-A. And then you, if you just Google Keisha Fresh, Fresh with two H's, which is my artist name, you'll be able to find me, any of the Spotify's, Apple Music, any anything like that. Just type in Keisha Fresh. LimeWire. Yes, oh. LimeWire, Napster, whoever. <laughs> oh, call it. Oh, we don't need to use those anymore. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Keisha, we really appreciate you jumping on. This was a ton of fun. We're, we're looking forward to having you back very soon. So, thanks, guys. Guys, everyone, stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week. Bye.